listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Open up, open up, and let the funk flow in from this nigga named Jay and his newfound friend. I'm hitting switches like Eric on the solo creep for your Jeep. It's the Biara AT, putting a dip in your hip from right to left. It's that ghetto-ass bitch, and I'm so, so deaf. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. A Walking Dead Wednesday. Yes uh um and it's a very special wednesday it is uh for a, a lot of reasons okay uh one of them being of course you know the oj series continues to be great on, uh, it is greatness uh that juice comedically uh also uh my for the first time ever uh got to see my nephew yes brand new into this world shout out yes. to sebastian yes he was born i saw that on your twitter that your nephew was born yesterday or something yeah yes. he was born yesterday big died today so as far as i'm concerned the greatest rapper ever was reincarnated there you go um he gonna be doing the 10 milk commandments you know <laughs> <laughs> we about to we about to get it in and then of course it's extra extra special because as you guys can hear for the second time ever mm-hmm. on the blackout tips we have roberta tubbs from the cleveland show <laughs> hey uh, now <laughs> we have reagan gomez man what's going on reagan what's going on did somebody say pancakes <laughs> somebody say pancakes <laughs> it's been it has been uh a, a while i think last time we had john we reviewed fear the walking dead mm-hmm. yes uh which is coming back in april already Woo, yes that, it is that was a quick ass turnaround wouldn't what? it though I, they must have ordered some new episodes on the pronto like mm, new episodes let's go i mean immediately <laughs> and i like the show i like the show a lot i'm not mad that there's a fear of the walking dead and the walking dead because mm-hmm. anything zombie if it's a good show i'm i'm there you know and it and honestly it feels like i'm gonna need it because as dark as this show is getting i feel like mm-hmm. whatever we end on is gonna make me be like this can't be it and then we yeah. just gonna have to keep going so yes i think so too i uh, think so too because you're gonna you're gonna be fiending like a junkie like you're gonna be <laughs> you know fiending and you got the pre and the preview for the fear the walking dead looks so good it looks so good why like i didn't know zombies could swim like they're coming out of the ocean like who are these zombies like <sighs> all right yeah we're gonna have boats and shit it's getting ready to be fun we got suit oh, suit dude on a yacht yes oh they had they, they like they was trying to run back to the boat at one point zombies was at i said man it's it's on i can't we're wait we're gonna have zombie pirates i'm it's ready i don't pirates. know what's happening that's what i was about to say pirates people oh. trying to steal the boat so many ideas in this world that won't haven't been explored that they can mess with and i'm yeah. really excited and um honestly finally that um little clip they've been showing of the one minute snippets of the plane finally started heating up like i, I know i bet you that whole series <laughs> that whole show is probably like 20 minutes and they yeah. just giving us one minute 30 seconds you know and the first- i'm so mad at everybody on that goddamn play i'm so pissed <laughs> off at everybody on that goddamn me plane. too everybody but but the uh the, the girl, uh, the girl. girl. Yeah. yeah or you don't know asian karen my oh my bad. god that's <laughs> racist <laughs> the asian. i was guessing the race my bad y'all uh, wrong game we coming off of the oscars uh, you know just- gotta, <laughs> gotta keep it right. 
<laughs> trying to complain about Chris Rock and look at Karen. <laughs> I'm breaking all the rules. But how My is bad. she the only one who knows what to do? Like the, I think the teenage boy, he's feeling something too. But how is everybody else on that goddamn plane oblivious? But then, like, in the last episode, I think the um, stewardess was like, we can't land or there's mm-hmm. we're not receiving any information on the other end. So it's everybody knows shit is fucked up, but everybody's also okay with this man who's, like, tripping in the bathroom. Like, she is super duper woke, and I appreciate her wokeness. Yes. Um, she was ready to stab that dude in the head when he, like, went in the bathroom for too long. So see, then, then the man tried to mansplain to her and mm. tell her to sit her ass down. Right. Then, then his wife was like, that's my husband. Buddy had the gun, shot dude all up in his chest, just, <laughs> just wasting bullets. Oh, man. Oh. I mean, like, if you are, if you use your common sense and you shoot somebody in the chest and they are still coming after you, shouldn't you, wouldn't common sense, wouldn't the Lord... Jesus Christ said, you need to shoot him in the head, my child. He said one more time in the chest just to be, oh, no, okay. I guess the 12th bullet was just not going to do it. Oh, Um, man. So, yeah, I can't wait for all that stuff. And I think Game of Thrones is coming back in like... Yeah, so when we talk about zombies, I mean, they got white walkers on there. I'm ready. Yeah, them zombies mm-hmm. is like on PEDs. What did he clunk. say? They, that zombie stood up like, what you want to do? Yeah. What you want? <laughs> I'm here, dog. I'm here. Them zombies is like uh on that Sharapova stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm on that good shit. Yeah. Uh, ignoring all the email warnings. Um, well, uh, we... <laughs> Uh, also you know i'd be remiss uh to not mention reagan uh since being on our show has her own podcast she does y'all it's good reaganomics we listen to it i uh, hope you guys are listening to it in case you just didn't know now you know the deal but uh it's a great podcast uh what, what was your impetus for starting it and you know like what like how do you determine what the subject matter is from week to week like i feel like i've been on twitter since 2009 and and, and with the election in 2012 and now with everything that's going on with my black feminism and just being black in the business um I feel like I go on Twitter, I hate to say rants, but Twitter discussions all the time. And I'm very active. Um, I even be knowing what's going on on the Twitter timeline. Like everybody was talking about Aisha Curry again today. And I had, <laughs> I did not even want to get into it to see what was going on. So <laughs> I feel like, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like I said, I've been listening to podcasts for a while. Um, but I feel like, I talked to my husband and I just thought we could do something special because we've been in the business so long and we know so many people. Like I just decided to do a podcast and just open up, you know, my contacts and just start calling people like, Hey, would you come on? Hey, you know, the last episode we had the casting director of empire who I've known since I was 14. I didn't even know she worked at Warner brothers television when I first came in off the Greyhound bus from Philly. So I know so many interesting people and people of color and women of color in business. I feel like our show could be something interesting for people to listen to if they want to get in the business. And so many times when people talk about the business, they talk about, you know, directors, producers and actors. But they don't really talk about the casting directors or they don't really talk about, you know, cinematographers who handle, you know, the camera and all these you know, unseen people that, that make this world go around. So I thought it would be something interesting. And also, I mean, I'm just political anyway. That's kind of like who I am. I try to stay away from the timeline, but it just keeps calling me back. So I'm trying not to deny myself anymore. And that's just kind of 
who I am. So we talk about politics. Um, on our last episode, we talked about, uh, it was called um, uh, Beyonce and Fear of the Big Black Feminist. So we talked about black feminism and, you know, so I'm, I'm proud of our little show. And I think I am the most liberal progressive person in my family. So when people listen to the podcast, I know they're like, oh, uh, okay. But I mean, <laughs> hey, God damn it, I'm grown. So this is what I think. This is, you know, this is our show. Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously, you know, on Twitter, uh, you, I mean, you're super woke. Like, I always feel like, uh, I have learned. <laughs> I have learned yes. from the women. Listen, I'm doing Twitter right. I encourage y'all to do Twitter right because I dread the day that people pull up my tweets from 2009. Mm-hmm. But I, I have learned. I've definitely learned. Like, I didn't know about black feminism until I came on Twitter. I didn't know about. Right. Um, a lot of the phrases for LGBTQ, uh, uh, folks and, mm-hmm. and trans, fo- like I've learned because I follow people who are smarter than me and people who are more woke than me and people who are very educated on a lot of different matters that I just don't talk about in my house or in my family or in my, you know, small group of friends. Um, and I think that's the, that's the point of, Twitter. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know how Facebook works, but mm-hmm. I know all the time I see people talking about, see, this is why I don't fuck with Facebook no more. So I'm going to just stay on Twitter. But there's so many <laughs> different groups of people on Twitter that from literally all around the world. Right. So if you want to learn about anything, there are people on Twitter that you could be following and talking to and, and learning from. So I think that's what makes Twitter so much different than every other social media uh, app or whatever well you you hold it down on there man yeah, i'm always uh, always impressed by uh you know whatever Uh-oh. you're talking about and the things that you say um and Thank you know you. <clears throat> oh no problem man especially uh you're a great follow uh and especially for uh you know oh, yeah some someone that has like a you know a career like i think right. so many people get so scared of being like well what is the thing i'm gonna lose for you know saying my opinion it's kind of like well when you're when you're right I yeah. would, you know, like I hate, I hate the fear for people who are right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, I understand the fear for people who are wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, if someone's out there tweeting all kinds of like gay slurs and stuff and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, you're going to lose an opportunity at some point and this is all on you. You, you could have learned yeah. to know them better. But when it's something like, you know what? I think you guys need to stop misgendering Caitlyn Jenner or something. And then people come through like, yeah. You know, it's like, don't say that. It's like, well, you know, I, I hope that didn't cost you a job, but what kind of job did you want where yeah. they, they were going to frown on that, you know? So. Yeah, I also think, and I say this a lot, I also think I was very lucky that when I got on Twitter, I was on the Cleveland show because what the fuck is Seth MacFarlane going to say? Like, look <laughs> at Family Guy. Like, what is he going to tell me about? Like, literally, what are they going to tell me? They They told me nothing. And when I got on Twitter, Nobody care, you know, my right. agents didn't, it's not like anybody was like stalking, I think my camera, oh, there we go. I think my, you know, no, nobody was like stalking my timeline to see what was happening. I remember in, I want to say 2010, I made the five, top five most powerful black women on Twitter. It was me, it was Kamora, uh, Simmons, it was a few other people in 2010, so Twitter was still early, and I was so excited, and I showed my manager, like, oh my god, look at this, they were like, girl, what, you better not be late for this audition, okay, (laughs) so that's when I was like, okay, nobody really gives a fuck that I'm on Twitter, or what I'm saying, no, literally nobody is looking at me, um, and then I realized, like, how powerful it was when, in 2011, 
uh, I had just had my son and I was contacted by the Obama administration to be a surrogate for them around the country. Cause you know, in 2011, there was another election going on right? and you know, uh, so I was like, God damn, really? And even then me telling my agents, like, this is kind of big. They were like, yeah, whatever girl. So now I think Hollywood, like within the last year, mm-hmm. um, I think scandal was the first like company or group of people that was kind of like this Twitter thing is kind of incredible. But now I'd say within the last year, everybody else is kind of like, okay, let's get on Twitter. But now it's kind of like, eh, it's, it's, you know, right. if you weren't here back then, we not really checking for you right now. So yeah. Shows now even like have the hashtag in the corner yep. of the show, like mm-hmm. tweet, tweet this when you're talking about the show, it's like, yeah, they, they really embraced it. But yeah, you were way ahead of the curve. And like I said, man, um, it's, you know, you're, you're awesome, man. I don't know what else to say. Well, thank you. And you know what's funny? Even before I started following you, I used to see you on my timeline all the time, and I didn't know who you were, <laughs> right? But then after the Bernie So Black thing, because I was even listening to you, to your podcast, I think, because I even heard you on Twib, and I still didn't connect the dots like you were this person. Um, <laughs> so it was after the Bernie So Black thing that i was like oh shit i know that dude okay yeah i always end up um there's like i think twitter the thing that can't be copied by any other social media is even without you following someone if you have a lot of the same like interest yeah you you will overlap it's just you know sometimes i there's people where i've been talking to them for months and then i go uh why aren't i'm not following you like yeah. what like in my head out me and you you know we were going together we were best friends yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything was was great down the line and then i look at the the thing i didn't even hit follow and i'm just like right. my, my bad uh-huh. <laughs> I, and you know and i think for me and maybe this is just me i think because of who you are one day you're gonna be looking and you're gonna be like this bitch is crazy unfollow i don't know why i just think one day you're gonna be like that's not appropriate no no not at all i love y'all y'all see what i be talking about i be down in the in the dirty the dirty conversations on my timeline just like everybody else so you know no never never that yes and i love your show and the thing one the thing i love the most about your show is so funny because you're so cheerful and perky and your husband has like a quiet storm voice. Yes. And so when I'm listening, I expect a commercial break when him talking about, we'll be right back. Here's some John B. playing in the background. Yeah, he is- You know what? He, 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 we are kind of opposites, which is funny yeah. because our birthdays are only a week apart. Um, mm. But we are opposites. I'm very, we're both introverts, but. I'm an extrovert introvert, meaning that in situations I know how to conduct myself. I can be bubbly and I can be, you know, and because of Twitter and really because of the election in 2008, I'm really kind of politically aware. And I've told you guys the whole story why I, you know, I have the news on right now, but I really don't even be watching the news. I'll be listening to podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And I learn, I'll call it, you know, interesting things on Twitter, but he's like only on Instagram. I keep telling him he needs to get on Snapchat. He like, no, I don't want nobody in my business. Even getting him to get on Instagram, it took people going to know where I am. Like I was on Instagram first. But now all my family, nobody's on Twitter but me. So I have to go on Instagram to see what they're doing. And they always text me like, let me see what you're talking about on Twitter. And, <laughs> you know, so he's very kind of laid back and 
But my husband has been in the music business for a very long time. He was signed to Michael Jackson when he was 14 years old and he was going to in a group called Quo. He modeled internationally um, throughout his teen years. That's when I met him when he was uh, overseas um, in Paris shooting with uh, Tyson for Loma Vogue. So like he modeled uh, at, at a very, very high level and he's still in the music business and he's worked with so many people. So I, 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 the show is also about music and, 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 you know, sometimes I get off on a tangent and I could just be talking by myself, but he gets in there when, when he wants to, but he knows when I'm on a tangent, he like, go on back. He's the engineer too. So he just be making sure everything sound all right. So he just be like, gone. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> well, I love, I love the dynamic between you two. Me too. Uh, and I love the interviews, uh, as well. It's just, like I said, it's a great show, man. Mm-hmm. Go check out Reaganomics, guys, cause, uh, Thank it's dope. You. We're only, we're only 10 episodes in. I don't know how y'all did it at your past a thousand now, but. <laughs> You know, we're only ten episodes in. We're we're still a baby, but we're we're working it out. But you know, the bug it just it grows slowly. It's not like I mean, it took us forever to get to ten. You know, it's just uh, slower. Like especially as you get more used to doing it, you can put them out a little faster. You start, yeah. you know, have to edit less. We was doing way too much work when we got it at mm-hmm. first. It was just yeah. I was <sighs> like, Mm-mm. they were talking. About, Why y'all put out so much so many podcasts? I was like, because this is a cut and press. I look back at them days like, why did I add that music? I don't even. <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to hear the music under me talking. That's stupid. But um, yeah, make sure y'all check it out. And of course, um, you know, today's episode of the Blackout Tips is sponsored. It's triple sponsored. Woo-hoo! Uh, oh yeah, wait, let me say this. The official weapon is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Uh, Bobby Smurder been in jail 448 days. All right. Oh, is he, can I can I say free? something too? Mm-hmm. I feel so bad when I listened to that the episode I was on last time. It took me forever to realize. You were totally serious about Bobby Schmurter. And we've been kind of <laughs> laughing about it. But then the more I started thinking about it, Me like, too. this brother is really, like, he's, like, in a horrible situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first time I, I remember someone brought it up because we was jamming a hot nigga. And they, like, emailed us and was like, isn't it messed up? And in my, like, my first initial thought was just like, well, he was out doing thug shit. I mean, he should be in jail, I guess. I mean, what's the point? You know, like it was really dismissive. And I remember someone even on Twitter had said something like, he's a political prisoner and stuff. And everybody that's in jail is a political prisoner if it's under these drug laws. And I was like, I don't know. Some niggas need to be locked up. I don't know what to say. And then I looked into his case a little more and I was like, wait a minute. There are people who do way horrible shit. And they free. And they walk around on the streets with us Daniel every single Hope day. Daniel was chilling in his house for forever. Right. Now, why bother? And people, I know there's people that listen every day. They laugh at it and they really think I'm tripping. But I'm so sincere. There's no reason Bobby Schroeder shouldn't be walking these streets. Yeah. He's not even the dude that they think did any of the killing and shit. Like, he right. just... He just a dude. He rapped about it, and he know and he hang out with them dudes. And they keep like changing his bail or something, or denying him bail. Yep. And his bail is two million dollars. His record company won't help get him out because he could have earned that money. Let's be yeah. honest. He was hot as hell when he came, yeah, went yeah. in. I don't know about now, but he, at the time. <laughs> and then um it was only two million dollars. They won't even. I mean, it is two million dollars is a lot. They won't even reduce it. Bill Cosby's bail was one million dollars like that's it's crazy to me man so yeah it 
you know it's infuriating just on a justice system thing because we gotta have equality why can't he be on the streets like everybody else making high and i remember and i remember you talking about that what was that asshole martin Scrilly. Mm-hmm. like he was gonna put up the bail and it was kind of like well shit he's a fuck dude but right. if bobby can be free then let that happen and now he can't even do that so he can't even, the soon nope. matter of fact soon as he announced it they arrested his right. ass the, the government was like no no you won't Which you I won't set him it's free a coincidence right this oh not shit, a coincidence i hate to be a conspiracy theory but this shit must go all the way to the top <laughs> it must <laughs> bobby, like, must, bobby must have said something about obama dog obama he knows something he yeah. knows something <laughs> that's going on i'm telling you he got a lyric somewhere that obama's like nah nope lock him up uh but yeah we're triple sponsored of course shadow doll productions is sponsoring this um you can watch their new movie art of confession this saturday at 8 p.m eastern time with me karen and all the shadow dog peoples uh as we watch and live tweet the movie art of confession which mm-hmm. uh they released this year it's been touring some festivals and stuff but this will be the first time that you know us normal people can watch it um the only thing is you have to be a premium member to listen to watch it okay mm-hmm. uh we'll put a secret link on the website for premium people and you can watch the movie online and tweet along with them and and me and karen and there will even be prizes for people who use the ha- movie hashtag which is hashtag aoc premiere so join us saturday night at 8 p.m live we gonna do this um i always uh it's always cool that dexter lets us do that because everybody knows everything we live tweet we make a lot of jokes mm-hmm. so i'm always like uh you got you know you gotta have some tough skin man because we're gonna make these us. jokes yeah um, they don't stop yeah <laughs> uh and then also bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel uh who wants to help people out to have coarse curly hair and sensitive skin to step up your shave game bevel is giving away for absolutely free to the first 200 people uh who go to getbevel.com uh and use code free tbgwt they're giving away the first month shaving kit for free so you can go ahead and do that it's only for people with new who are new customers or and new memberships only but if you want to try bevel it's the perfect time to get it absolutely free for your first month with code free tbgwt and lastly oh wait i need some sexy music for this uh let's go to uh to my to my new favorite band marley in the mix um where's cloud nine all right and why does that sound low does that sound low to you karen Mm -hmm. oh that's why so listen um i hear that a lot of you guys out there are having sex okay and it's time for us to have a talk about it we would like to help you and your sex to get more sex what we want you to do is go to adamandeve.com and get 10 free gifts that's right that's that's the extent of our help we don't yeah we're not trying to make you do too much uh you can get a sexy little surprise for her special you can get a specially selected toy for him third little something for both of y'all and they give you six full-length adult movies on dvd so just in time for international women's month you can get free shipping on your entire order just use code look you you'll be able to have babies like this 
that's what i'm saying <laughs> all you gotta do is go to adamandeve.com select it any- is baymax please i'm sorry y'all my kids <laughs> they don't care they don't care what i got going on all right it's all right don't worry about it uh we at adamandeve.com select any one item get adventures new sex toys sex piece of lingerie or anything you desire offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get 10 free gifts at adamandeve.com that's all you gotta do get your 10 free gifts free shipping too we hit offer code tbgwt at adamandeve.com play me out marley in the mix don't know if i'll ever be the can't believe i found them randomly that's banging right it is though i love that you guys are talking about sexy stuff and my four-year-old is like hey Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how did, hey. that's how they got that's how they got here <laughs> right, you know like, i saying? show up when you do sexy stuff there you go babies <laughs> the best aphrodisiac and best birth control at the same oh, time shout out by the way shout out to everybody saw the pictures of us holding uh sebastian and just like tried to hint towards us having a baby nice try internet it's a trap it's a trap right. the baby. No. that's how i got my my uh youngest son my husband's cousin had just had a baby. They're almost exactly a year apart. And she came to my house and I held her and I smelled her, that newborn smell. Mm-hmm. I don't fall for it no more, though. <laughs> I know. Plus, I, I feel like babies got like a secret, like code in their DNA to be well behaved around people that don't have babies. Because mm-hmm. then you'd be like, this is so easy. Mm-hmm. Like I know, and cute toddlers, and well-behaved toddlers. Mm-hmm. But then you need to see a toddler that's like hitting his mama in the face, right? Just to remind you what is what it really is. I held Sebastian ah! for a good, probably an hour today. No crying, mm-hmm. no fidgeting. Really, mm-hmm. he just was chilling. Yeah. I said, I know what you're doing, dog. He just not moved every two minutes to let you know he was still breathing. Yeah, I just went on Facebook and started looking at bad children videos and was like, yep. mm-hmm, see, this is what y'all really like. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> enough of this. I know you guys really came here for uh, The Walking Dead. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about, guys. We're going to talk about uh, episode, let's see, what episode is this? Like, I want to say 10 oh no this is actually episode 12 we only got only how got many do i have do they have left yeah five five after this okay um so we <laughs> it's episode 12 not tomorrow yet uh directed by greg nicotaro he continues to do the um action episodes mm-hmm. that's his thing yeah he did the first time again which is the, the first episode of this season with the big quarry of, of walkers and stuff and he did uh no way out um which was episode nine of this season when we came back and they uh you know sam got eight mm-hmm. and um he got a good then he did yeah, this joint did. with the raid so um <clears throat> and uh it got 12.8682 uh ratings so still got high ratings mm-hmm. um so i guess without any further ado let me play the music all right let me ask you guys i'll start with you first karen what'd you think overall about this episode episode 12 of season six no tomorrow yet not I, tomorrow yet i loved it all right reagan i loved it too i thought it was action-packed 
Um, and we got to see what, what everybody is made of. We've already seen most of them in action, but there were some people who we haven't seen get down before. And I loved it. Yeah. I, this is a great episode. Maybe one of my favorites of the season. Uh, and I've enjoyed this season, uh, other than the Glenn thing. I've enjoyed the season a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, this, like, this episode here was so intense. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, I didn't i thought everybody's gonna die i at, at one point i just thought every single person i was just like it's a good reason for them to get killed right now and then mm-hmm. just whoo man they had me on pins and needles dog not too many shows that can do that um so let's go in here and go we'll go scene by scene and we'll get through this thing um uh we start with a song called weeds or wildflowers playing mm-hmm. and uh carol is gathering up uh ingredients to make acorn cookies yeah, she was on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's... It looked like it. I mean, it sounded like a Swiffer wet jet commercial. <laughs> like, music was playing. I just expected some kids to come in with dirty feet and her to look at them like, oh, you darn kids, and pull out the mop and <laughs> clean the floor. It's very cheery. That Mr. Clean, like, you too can clean up. Yeah, it really did. Like, if, if like, if a, a, met, a spill would have happened and then, like, a paper towel would have came to life. For the bounty robes. Yeah, it would have really fit. Like, it wouldn't have been too far out. And she went out and gathered acorns in the uh, forest and uh, in the woods. And a zombie rolled up on her and stained her nice white shirt. Yep. She had to take a shower, pick out some new clothes, um, get go finish making her cookies. It was just kind of a very... Um, it was almost like Martha Stewart in the zombie apocalypse type moment. Yes. You know? Um and and to me that whole scenario mm-hmm. I guess made me think uh that Carol was getting to the point where she was more comfortable kind of revert uh, uh going back to how things used to be you and know? living this double life like i can right. make cookies and all that but i i know i still have to be on on guard and, and killing a zombie and getting blood all over my shirt it don't even ruin my day yeah you what i was thinking <laughs> at this time was um i wonder if the talk that her and morgan had and her killing that wolf um and all that stuff and sam dying it made me think like is she at this point where she's like the the cover of martha stewart which she i really felt like was her secret agent undercover moving mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. if that's just like her too like it's like before it felt yeah. kind of like well she's just doing this because she doesn't want these idiots to know yeah. that she's the baddest of them all I and now i feel yeah, like that's is. really her now i feel like it's probably her too because i feel like before all this happened, she had to have dinner ready for her husband. She right. had to have his coffee ready. She had to be doing his laundry, you know. So I, I, I feel like that's her. So now that she's able to kind of do that by herself, um, without him, of course, and of course she doesn't have Sophia anymore. And, and, you know, she's gone through so much. Maybe this is kind of like a safe space for her mm-hmm. or her calm that at least she can hold on to something yeah even sam which you know she gave him that i'll i'll get you killed speech but still i mean she (laughs) she has to be fucked up that here's another kid that's gone yeah if it was almost like she was uh nurturing the whole town because she was going around handing out cookies now i don't know what she got that much tupperware but she was handing out cookies to everybody in fresh clean like Mm -hmm. did they raid a dollar store last week i don't know they must have 
um but she was just giving out cookies to everybody um she gave some cookies to tobin uh and you know he was acting like you know i i don't want these cookies you know it's i you don't have to do this and she's like eat the cookies and he was like all right and uh, he's like why they pink and i i started thinking about that ll cool j song pink cookies in a plastic bag well getting crushed by buildings which is a euphemism for sex according to ll cool j now i don't know how exactly me that is a euphemism <laughs> for sex i don't know what kind of sex he's having but that is what he said that meant there you go um so <laughs> right as he's uh eating her cookies and he's like it's good uh it's got beets in it yeah. and um he she was like uh right right as they were about to have a discussion about that uh rick and the rv start rolls up through the gate and they both seated their back uh carol runs over there and uh sasha's walking up on the rv and um they uh they were like hey uh we gotta have a meeting at the church in an hour and sasha said you got food michonne came outside said yeah enough for another month mm-hmm. uh and then carol comes over says rick what's going on and he said we're gonna have to fight and then the, the, the credit started mm-hmm. oh and no the credits didn't even start yet i'm sorry then it actually like and this is really dope it cuts to the sky which has been like spotless up until mm-hmm. this moment and there's storm clouds coming in and you that's hear right. thunder in the distance that's right yep damn man this show don't do nothing subtle but i i love shit like that i don't care like i was just like oh it's kind of is a common it's just a reminder that no matter how calm you get you gotta be ready to shank a nigga like immediately if if need be it at any moment you mm-hmm. can get it uh shit gregory learned last week they that's they hit him true. up like the father on mad real world sketch ah! uh <laughs> on Chappelle right. show so you miss it shank shank there you go <laughs> uh morgan came rolling up behind uh carol and i rolled my eyes why did he first of all i was sure that it was gonna go down like immediately because he rolled up on her and back of her and then he had the broomstick i'm like wait a minute is he is something about to happen right now (laughs) yeah and he came through and he was like you know why didn't you tell anybody and she was like what and he was like you could have told him you don't have to sit with that um and she said man just beat it i don't don't worry about why i ain't tell him and he was like what about the other people you ain't get them to tell them you told everybody to be quiet about it someone should have told on me by now and if you don't tell people then it's kind of like you in on my lie as well and i didn't ask you to do that so just tell everybody and she said man if you don't get the hell on and right. he left and being all dramatic right mm-hmm. and the thing is she was standing over um what's mccall's grave site mm-hmm. right yeah. they they turned and she walked away and you can see all of this happened in front of sam's grave who she had one cookie in a plastic container for right she what? left a cookie for him yeah right. this world is so fucked up it's so fucked up and you know and the thing that if, <clears throat> the thing about that was uh sam was the last person i believe who really believed in just the pure good of carol like just yep. he never saw her as anything even when she was scaring the shit out of his dumb ass mm-hmm. yeah he was like I, i'm i'm here for the cause and i love you yeah he, never, he still <laughs> trusted her he right. still trusted her he's like i'm gonna be safe around you he left that stamp of that a on her porch like he really thinks she was just a good person yeah and uh his ass dead man partially because of the words she spoke to him it freaked him yeah. the fuck out 
um so they go up in church rick's giving a sermon um and he was giving a speech which was hey we made a deal with the hilltop we gotta go kill some people and exchange for this food uh to which he said they weren't gonna do unless everybody was on board mm-hmm. but you did already take the food yep so yes he did <laughs> yes he did i think it might have been a thing where he's saying okay it's gonna be a group decision decision but if you go against us just know that most of the people in here are gonna be with me so yeah. let yourself be known if i need to keep an eye on you which, yeah, this, this felt you very, know? this felt very much like he already had the super delegates in his pocket Yes, he did mm-hmm. to get things taken care of, but he just wanted to do like a little litmus test of the room. Like, mm-hmm. all right, raise your hand if you got a problem with this shit. Yeah, it was one of them. Speak now or forever, hold your peace. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was definitely that moment. And of course, just like that one bitter oh. cousin that comes to your wedding, <sighs> when it's time for speak now forever, oh, hold your peace. They got to stand up. Everybody in the room looked back towards Morgan, like, <laughs> go ahead we know what you're gonna say and morgan had to get up and say something talking about i'm so disappointed in him yeah, i'm so, so. Dis- like i hate <laughs> wanting him to die i don't want you to die but i do want you to die because you keep pissing me off yeah, yeah that that and and what i can say no matter how annoying he is he's staying true to character well mm-hmm. i will say this for the show one i i absolutely love that they um do not try to do a stereotypical black person like it's never like it's never just i'm from the hood yo you know what i'm saying like they i think they attempted something like that with t-dog and realized that was dumb because no one liked Mm t-dog uh after and they made him a little bit more redeemable by the end but we don't know t-dog's backstory we don't know anything about t-dog that was terrible morrow whooped his ass right the racist whooped his ass whooped his ass never got revenge nope it was just horrible character i hated him but (laughs) with morgan um he is complex he's crazy yeah but it's not like is is like he's true to form he has some level of um i don't know what you would call it just he has a moral level that he won't fucking waver from and it's just Mm -hmm. so annoying in this in this world you know what i'm saying it's so annoying but you almost have to respect his principles because he stood up in a room full of people that's like yeah let's go kill him and was like all right i know what you're thinking but he's not hiding who he is he's like y'all already know what i'm about to say and i'm gonna say it and he knew that those people had dirt on him when he said it he knew that he did right carol uh rosita eugene anybody could have just been like well actually motherfucker Right. it was your no violence policy that almost got this whole town messed up right. mm-hmm. and, and everybody was just kind of like just let him do his thing girl just yeah okay morgan um so yeah i, it, I do respect his principles in a way but i want him to die so bad I want, mm-hmm. just die. because he's bringing danger on them like repeatedly yeah. like i thought maybe he learned his lesson at the end of the last episode when everybody had was inspired by rick and everybody was just out killing you know the walkers but it's clear he hasn't he hasn't he's not a new person he's still in the same place he was still ain't crossed that line man right and and he and and the thing is if you watch the patterns of the show it's always the same like rick and those guys are violent they're gung-ho they're very we got to do what we got to do matter of fact there's always a person in the group that's really the soul of the group Mm -hmm. who's like what if there's another way like it was Herschel, yeah. Yep, and Herschel, it's, it's been Dale, mm-hmm. uh, 
glenn yeah. glenn um and there's another one on tyrese tyrese yeah, before he died tyrese. was you know he's like why we got to kill these cops can't we like time up or something what, like why y'all want to go in the hospital and kill yeah. everybody so like there's always like a person but i think Hell, rick used to be like that yeah to shame mm-hmm. yes and yeah. as and the thing is as the group has hardened that person gets listened to less and less yeah like like this week it was just like okay yeah whatever nigga uh like before it used to be like a whole debate but rick basically said anybody else agree with this motherfucker and aaron stood up and said nah nah not over here (laughs) and almost like and if you got a problem with it we you can talk to me right like like, i'm not gonna let this happen yeah and and aaron feels responsible right Mm -hmm. because he was like hey doll i am one of the reasons why this shit have popped off in the first place because i left my bag out in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. so and i publicly told it like he wasn't depending on waiting on nobody else to tell his story because at any time morgan could have just told himself yeah and i think the you have to remember this uh if you look at like diplomacy and like foreign relations this is basically a town that just experienced their own 9-11 yeah and then it's basically the george bush terrorism doctrine which is we will go get them before they get us yeah uh fight them over there so they don't come over here that's clearly what this is now where the negan's group hasn't done anything directly to them but mm-hmm. they're just like, uh, but one day they would possibly be. They They've been found through us. enough stuff with Terminus, with the governor. They they know what it what it is. They know right. what it is. Um. So then everybody has like we um. Oh and uh, oh yeah, Rick delivers one of my favorite bars, which is they don't have to kill, but if they stay here, they gon they do have to accept it. And then he fast yep. fast walked past everybody. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so um the, carol uh goes to uh try to go to sleep she can't sleep she wakes up she has a journal she writes names or not like letters in the journal mm-hmm. and basically it appears to be carol's kill list it's her kill number or her kill list yeah yeah and uh according to to her, carol she's killed i want to say 18 people yeah yep uh now i found this interesting one (laughs) the first letter is r Mm -hmm. uh r i'm assuming is ryan who is the father of lizzie and micah or mika Mm -hmm. Um, okay Mm -hmm. now i'm assuming now the thing is he did die from that sickness thing Mm -hmm. and then he wanted i think lizzie to kill him and she couldn't do it no Mm -hmm. so then um carol had to do it but he was he he died technically but she killed him before he could come back to be a zombie right Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then um she had karen and i think his name was like david or something like that uh he was he was the that was the people she burned alive to stop the plague Mm -hmm. yeah uh so tyrese's girl yeah tyrese's only true love (laughs) that's i fell in love with her after a week listen that scene where she has to tell him still to this day whoo i thought he was gonna kill her i Me thought too. he was going to kill her <laughs> he had that gun i said he gonna kill this fool she should have waited um so then she had uh i think terminus courtyard and she had three question mark uh which is you know about right All right you know. and mm-hmm. scroll up didn't one of them say ed no she didn't have ed i was gonna get to that last okay um the candle woman 
yeah she lit her up yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and she let her be eaten by the walkers and then she had w7 because she killed some wolves yeah uh, mm-hmm. and there was about seven she took of them, the book them out you know mm-hmm. maybe even maybe even more uh and a couple other people killed wolves too but you know um uh and then i think she didn't put aaron who was the woman remember when the wolves attacked she got cut and mm-hmm. then uh carol had to kill her as to keep her from screaming right oh yeah yeah she did right in the head yep yeah mm-hmm. i don't think she put her the mm-hmm. and then she didn't put ed but she should have because she killed ed to keep him from coming back her husband got eaten by walkers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he was gonna be a he would have been a zombie and then she hit him with a fucking like uh pickaxe through the head but maybe she didn't put him because he's her abuser yeah you know either maybe. way maybe so like she just count. no memory of him at all maybe yeah. she like fuck him you know mm-hmm. i ain't counting him as the the person either way uh she's a badass and she killed right. at least 18 people <laughs> so <laughs> and, and and to me i think that was to to i don't know i guess kind of proves morgan's point was that hey dog this does take a toll on you mm-hmm. no matter how much you do what you have to do this takes a toll on you yeah i remember he told her something like this isn't who you are or something at a couple weeks back and Mm -hmm. you know she uh you know he's trying to say like we don't have to be the savage crew of people and she's like yeah uh whatever dog you don't kill people shut up (laughs) um so then she goes out smokes a, a newport Mm-hmm. and she's walking down the uh, street in the middle of the night and tobin is sitting on his porch just looking out into the to the stars because he can't sleep and they had this conversation where he was basically like i you know let me get that cigarette and she was like nah partner this for me <laughs> uh and and when she said it she was like something like nah asshole and it was mm-hmm. like are they flirting you know it was playful right it was very playful yeah so then uh she comes and sits on the porch she does let him get a hit off the uh, drag off the cigarette um they had this conversation where tobin in a very inarticulate way tries to show his respect for her role in the community which is Mm -hmm. you're like the mother to everybody Mm -hmm. and he was like i don't mean it like the Susie homemaker mom type like i'm not saying it in the pejorative way he's saying moms do all the tough shit like Mm -hmm. all the stuff nobody wants to do all the nasty dirty messes like you clean that up you you know for for us you are the the who this city who who we need in alexandra who we look up to and everybody looks to you in that way um and it was kind of like it was a cool moment yeah it was because i mean she really is that she's the one who after everybody, they lose so many people. She's the one the next day that's going to bring everybody uh, sanitized wipes to wipe their hands and fresh break cookies. And she might make dinner that night. Like she's the one to kind of keep everybody from really being like, what's the point? What, right. what's the, what's the fucking point? Yeah. And, and he said she scares him yeah. in a way, which I thought that that's a reasonable thing to say about Carol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's scary yeah she is like like in every and and now the thing was uh she was like so is that what i am to you like a mom Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, he said, uh, oh, no. no, you something else to me. Mm-hmm. And then they start making them kissy eye faces. Mm-hmm. And then they start kissing together, y'all. He said, give me some more of them cookies. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let's make, let's, let's get out here and make this man a sandwich. There you they go. They start kissing. Ah! It was so good. Uh, and, uh, to every, nobody was shipping them that I saw on the timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. but i'm assuming I didn't see that one coming what was, nobody what, really ever ships carol they tried to ship carol with daryl which i didn't think yeah. that was gonna happen at all but nobody really ships her and i think that's kind of what makes her character really one of my favorites is because mm-hmm. she's so complex she's so the opposite of what a quote-unquote hero is mm-hmm. she's you know <clears throat> she's not in her teen she's not beth she's not you know, she has the the short hair, the the gray hair. She's a mm-hmm. mom. Her her daughter's dead, but yet she's still living. She will kill your ass. Like she can do so many things, and I love that they're making her a sexual person as well. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what everybody's go. Oh, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm about to say she's like aluminum foil. She's very versatile. You can put her <laughs> in. Any, you can put her in any situation. Anyone. Every, everything slips and slides. She did non-stick. The shit just rolls off. I don't and know. She has literally saved the whole group a few times, right. to be mm-hmm. quite honest with you, by herself. Mm-hmm. No one else has done that. And I don't know what we would call this shipping couple. Some people said, I heard cabin. I heard, uh, uh, Torval. I, I went with carbon. I feel like okay. that's pretty like good. That. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah you know uh so so this is a a relationship scene and by the way every time they have relationship scenes in this show i'm like so which one of y'all gonna die you know because can't have no happiness can't can't have no love no you can't you can't i'm yeah and it's it's a lot of couples uh in the last few episodes everybody's Mm kind of either getting it in or or trying to get in there you got rishon Mm-hmm. uh and then you had terrell and denise uh i don't know yep. we're going with terrence or mm-hmm. De- i don't know either way they had a conversation where tara mm-hmm. straight up lied to denise's face mm-hmm. and said well you know i'm going on a two-week supply run uh with heath and uh because denise noticed she was thinking about something and she said what are you thinking about she basically was like oh you know just how much i love you and it seemed like it struck denise funny because she didn't say it back and it was kind of this like ain't it a little too early for the the love mm. shit you know mm-hmm. and uh so then tara lies and says they're going on a run and, I, and then immediately i picked up on it because i was like i think she's going on the mission so why yeah. why is she lying you know um and then she even went so far as to offer uh denise to go yeah <laughs> which is uh weird yeah and that's super like that's almost like more fucked up you know <laughs> like, right and, and she knew she was gonna have to say no i'm assuming right so it's like one of those questions where you ask where you already kind of know the answer to it or you're hoping they'll say no right yeah so that relationship you know that's a lie and mm-hmm. denise told her she told her she loved her when she got back uh abe and yeah. abe went up in rosita's house <laughs> start packing his shit Abraham is such a Twitter dude. Like he, he, I want to say he's an ancient dude, but I kind of, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I, 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 and the thing is, I respect what he did. I know a lot of people mad and upset, but it's one of them things. He was like, hey girl, I'm keeping it real with you. No, your foot is going to get hurt. 
but I thought you was the only one. But apparently, there's other pussy out here too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm telling you now. I have I actually had an audio from that scene. Let me see if I can play it for everybody. I think I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> that was him talking to Sasha. <laughs> Then he got out of bed. Then he got ready to call Rosita. <laughs> yeah, give me Holly Court, uh, 55377. Hello, it's Daddy. Hey, darling, put Mommy on the phone. Yeah, Barbara, it's Richie. Yeah, look it, I ain't never coming home no more. Take it easy. And that was how they broke up. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how they broke up. Refresh on your spree cast. Oh me? Yeah, you froze. Okay, all right. So, <coughs> <laughs> they ain't get to hear none of that. Oh, they better hear the. Uh, no, they can hear it. They better hear the replay. Oh, they heard it. The, okay, they heard the. Yeah, uh, you, you audio. were just frozen, but yeah, they heard you. Okay, cool. Give me one second. I'll refresh. But um, yeah, he he left her like sunshine was uh had just left the room because. Yep. And- that was cold blooded he told her something like when i first met you because she demanded to know why right yeah and she was like hitting him demanding to know oh why. yeah she was she was really upset yeah, yeah it got kind of domestically violent up in yeah there. it and really did she was going all <laughs> upside his head and everything yes yes it did with all the all the all the windows and doors open and he said um look um when i first met you i thought you were the last woman on the earth but you're not yeah and and maybe it's just me it's just one of those things where what there would have been no way she would have been satisfied with no nope. like like nope. i'm just keeping that real they would have been nothing he could have said or any answer he could have gave her that would have satisfied her so, no it, it, it couldn't be any halfway it had to be we done not we're done but let's be friends but no yep. we're done i'm an asshole i hate you you stink leave me alone yeah. yeah, he had to make it crystal clear. He is one of those things where he had to, he couldn't have been, you know, hey girl, let's talk about this because Mm-mm. in her mind it had still been hope. He was like, nah, you see me packing my shit. I'm about to leave. I'm letting you know, me and you, this, this ain't happening. Yeah, yeah, I guess it just. Because any other way, he'd still been stringing along. And Sasha's like, hey dog, if you want to get with this, that shit got to be officially over. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like too, like he has, he's, in this transition where he's like, maybe I can live again. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't even know what's going to happen in five minutes. I really want to be with Sasha. I got to make that happen like right now. Yeah. I, I mean, it's clear that in his mind, he feels like this is the only way that's really being fair to her as well. Right. Yeah. This way you get the clean break and move on. Personally, I feel like he is an asshole, mm-hmm. but that's who he's always been right like i just don't i feel like this is very true to his character he's not very sweet with rosita um Mm -mm. he got his way with words too yeah even last week when she wanted to uh when she gave him that necklace he said you know you're damn near close to perfect or some shit i was like is that a compliment is that a thing right. Man, a- uh he also any dude that lets eugene watch y'all have sex he you not- know like not a keeper and- 
Eugene is beyond creepy. Why is right. he so creepy? Right. I don't know. But Speaking he, of Eugene, he was right there watching the goddamn breakup too. He had no he's, respect he's for her. So weird. Like, what the fuck is his problem? What's I, wrong with him? <laughs> and I forgot that all of them lived in the same house together. I was like, oh shit, that's right. He does live with them with them. He had a VA is for lovers shirt on, eating one of them cookies. <laughs> and then Rosita saw him looking when Abe left and was like, what? And he was like, these cookies are, are delicious too or something. She was like, get the fuck out and slam the door on him you're weird though right yeah. yeah i feel like he'd be waiting for them to have sex anyway so he could look through the peephole so it's but probably I'm like does he like does he have a crush on her like why is he it's, it's very weird because they never explained that when eugene was watching them like they never explained right. that or nobody ever talked about it again they just kind of throw that threw that in there yeah i feel like he probably i wouldn't be shocked if eugene really 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 likes rosita and um would uh appreciate her more than abe did like i wouldn't be shocked but he's just not an alpha male like abe was and for a long time it was only those three on the road so Mm -hmm. you know it was what it was but yeah i I don't think abe ever loved her i don't think he ever really showed her that type of compassion yeah you know i think last week when they showed like michonne and rick like holding hands and stuff in the rv abe just had this look like why the fuck do y'all do that you know when they show Mm -hmm. glenn uh you know pouring the pancake batter uh or the the bisquick or like rubbing his white stomach and stuff abe just has this look like why are y'all making connections y'all really think this is that kind of world so you gotta imagine that's the kind of relationship he's been having with rosita for all this Mm -hmm. time which is this there is no point to us like living i don't really want to plan a future with you but you're cool for the meantime and then he started having them feelings for sasha that he could build a future with and so rosita just got left out in the cold Mm -hmm. and he's not wrong he's not wrong everybody knows like even when we talk about you know glenn and maggie but is this the best decision to be having you know we'll get to it but is this the best decision what they're deciding to do and is this the best decision no but what are you going to do not live life anymore like it's a decision that you have to make like what kind of person are you going to be what kind of life are you going to be living and and it's not like uh sasha was willing to let him uh do a uh tara and amina right and and peter guns move she was like Mm -hmm. nah i ain't no side chick so he really didn't have a choice if you wanted to be with her um so uh (laughs) uh feel bad for you james probably chill around the corner with some lube didn't get that going (laughs) not this Um, time uh then we had tara lied to denise uh they came up with a plan the plan was uh from the guy i forget the guy's name but the guy they, that came with them with the broken hand from mm-hmm. hilltop yeah. uh he was gonna show them a map and <laughs> 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 Sorry. she was like a map Matt, what's happening my uh, kids are attacking me okay lock the door scarlet <laughs> see that listen I don't have a nanny, so my kids are here. My husband's doing homework with them. She has soccer practice, so okay, we lock the door. We all right. We can just keep just ignore them. Just keep on going. Nah, look, uh-uh. this is this is why we like you because you're so real, man. <laughs> these are these are the moments that you just can't get spontaneously everywhere. 
And my my little one, he sees you guys on camera, so he's really like, "Who are you talking to?" Oh, so sweet. Hey, boo boo. Hey. They go on now. <laughs> so they um had the uh they came up with a plan to get to the armory. They figure if they get to the armory yes. in this base that Negan's men are at, are at, they will uh control the weapons, and that ends all uh anytime in any of these incursions always ends with whoever holds all the weapons that's yeah. what stopped the wolf attack when um carol was able to secure the armory so that's the plan uh they drive uh they're, they're like well how are we gonna get in and they said they're gonna let us in and he said how are we gonna do that and rick's like um they said they want you know gregory's head mm-hmm. and he said we're gonna give it to him my immediate thought was obviously they're going to cut the head off a zombie uh my timeline's immediate thought was these motherfuckers gonna kill gregory i was like come on i didn't know what he was talking about i had no idea what he was talking about rick's so savage rick's so savage people was like see this that bullshit that he be on agreement with the man and then they're gonna turn around and just chop his head off like <laughs> when it went to commercial, I was like, come on, man. Like, it's no way they gonna go back and do, like, it's all, this plan is already borderline, like, who's the good guys? Right. They, if they do that shit, they, it, this just becomes a show about evil. Like, it's just them being <laughs> evil. Um, <laughs> they go, um, zombie head shopping in the woods. They find the, to look for one that looks like, um, uh, Greg's head. Mm-hmm. and rick says you got a couple hours everybody got spread out get some zombie heads and uh come back and we'll evaluate um while they're doing that gabe comes over and rick's like look now don't be no bitch for real uh-huh. <laughs> and gabe was like nah man i'm good dog I, you taught me too much i'm you know i'm I'm, I'm i'm ready to work i'm ready to earn my place and right. he was like i'm gonna earn my weight and then yeah. rick said why you still got on that preacher costume then <laughs> and gabe said i'm still who i was i think mm-hmm. and i said why you think he said i think i was like that sounded like a question mark at the end of that mm-hmm. and he said also it'll be harder to see for them to see me in the dark mm-hmm. and, and that seemed to satisfy rick he said cool all right ninja priest right yeah mm-hmm. rosita got uh pissed at carol yeah because carol she was like and really it it was by proxy because really she was pissed at morgan right she yeah she's like this nigga really said we shouldn't let motherfucking uh, we shouldn't attack right and carol was like well you know how he is he just you know he just don't kill and she Rosita was like we should have snitched on him then i mean we know he almost ruined the group with that wolf shit mm-hmm. and carol said we can't snitch on him because that exposes denise and mm-hmm. so denise might get kicked out as well so let's not do it um now some people were like well when they said that that you know exposes denise that they thought it meant um because denise got taken hostage by the wolf Mm-hmm. it like that that people will find out about that i think what that what she's saying is denise was actually in on that plan with morgan yeah, yeah. morgan yeah, to keep him alive yeah yeah morgan didn't force denise to do shit denise mm-hmm. was like this is a good idea 
let's heal this crazy dangerous asshole mm-hmm. and she put the group in danger just as much as morgan with that dumbass idea right you mm-hmm. know she only learned three pages of doctrine at that point and she really right. was about to go use her trick she like i learned the trick to get out the infection and so yeah man i think denise would have been exposed and it would have been bad and she would have it would have been really hypocritical for them to be like morgan can can, can leave to go, but you can stay yeah yeah both of them would have had to go so yeah. that's what it meant in my opinion um so. i agree and i th- I think it 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 says something too that rosita she could she could have said something but right. she didn't because carol didn't so there's like a hierarchy there there's like order there right. and she you know obviously went up to carol like i thought it was fucked up you didn't say nothing but at the same time i didn't say nothing either because you didn't say nothing so and I can thought, you say something please right and at first i thought she because i mean carol is the boss and apparently she yeah. told everyone to be silent but at first i thought well Rose, is rosita upset about the breakup and is this gonna be her new persona because yeah. she got broke up with rough and it would have been completely reasonable mm-hmm. to be walking around like fuck everybody for the next few days because i mean come on it's like you know what it's like if you if your oldest kid does something bad in school and you go off on them and then the little one is like hey mama can i have some juice and you like you be quiet too yeah. you get something. <laughs> right <laughs> they're like what i do whoever there gonna get it right like i i would have understood but i it didn't seem like they had any more moments like that for the rest of the show so we'll i'll definitely be watching that but uh maybe that's just she really was just mad at carol that much and held it into that moment yeah and you and you said it's a respect thing too because it's one of the things where she know carol will fuck her up so she like i'm not saying shit well she also called morgan a he held a puta which i don't know what that means i know puta is asshole or something like that it's not a very nice not yeah. a very nice, nice word. word so yeah my i i, I believe I, I speak uh fluent ihop kitchen because i used to work back there <laughs> yes. and i can say that uh anything with puta in it is not good i was not so <laughs> oh, somebody said son of a bitch well there you oh, go there it's you son go. of a bitch oh, okay. son of, well, yeah something 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 some bad mm-hmm. I, I know that's fighting words is what i know mm-hmm. i know not to be saying it um uh, <laughs> so, please don't please don't <laughs> um so uh heath and glenn have a talk in the woods while they're searching for heads and they have a really come to jesus moment where they both admit like like virgins about to go into a brothel that they neither one of them has ever had to kill somebody yeah i i i, I didn't realize that about glenn mm-hmm. yes low-key glenn has been a person that's been on my nerves because i just feel like people give him a, a pass for never killing uh-huh. people Mm-hmm. and i don't understand why other people get demonized for not killing and glenn like literally almost let andrew kill him last year yeah mm-hmm. like it's just like it's a lot you know and glenn wouldn't have been stuck under that dumpster if he had killed andrew like yeah you know it's, it's but a i'm lot. trying to think was there ever any other opportunity where he was supposed to kill a person and he didn't and i I don't know. I guess I just assume he's been killing so many zombies. I just, I, I assume that he's been about that life with people as well, but he hasn't been, which mm-hmm. is kind of nope. shocking this far into the show. Yeah. And the thing is, because the show doesn't put him in these, um, ultimatum circumstances, mm-hmm. it feels natural that he hasn't killed anybody. But when you look back, you're like, everybody done killed somebody, dog. What, where your kills at? Right. Um, at any rate, he ain't never had to kill nobody mm-hmm. and he ain't either. 
um and uh then they killed a zombie and cut off his head um uh they pick out a, a zombie uh that looks like enough like uh greg's head um the nose they, got, they lucked out with that right and <laughs> my thing was um it, they killed like three zombies that kind of look mm-hmm. like them um uh, but my thing was like uh, i guess like what would how close are they gonna inspect this head was what i kept thinking like do these people know greg like that do they be all they got a picture of greg to compare him to like you know i figured you could put probably anybody's head in the bag and like the two dudes who work security are just gonna be like close enough as long as it's a white man i mean yeah yeah. (laughs) you know i'm good close enough to me so they they got a head that really did look like um uh the nose was off a little bit so rick fucked the nose up yeah, he wanted to make it sure. And my thing is, when you get paid five twenty five an hour, you don't care if it look exactly like. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol decides that this is a good time to challenge Rick about Maggie being on the trip. But uh, Maggie and Glenn did have a conversation back in camp at Alexandria, mm-hmm. where she felt like she has to come because this is her deal that she made, and it wouldn't be right for her to make this deal and then sit back at Alexandria and let everybody let everybody kind of do the dirty work for her. Right. I don't necessarily agree with her reasoning. I feel like delegation is part of the plan. Uh, yeah. Deanna would have delegated it and let other people do it. She did it all the time. She was a great leader. Right. Um. That. Be- go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't. I mean, I guess I kind of get it because she the world that they live in she's gonna be in danger anywhere Mm -hmm. if they if everybody leaves to go do this it's just gonna be her and carl maybe a few other people back home too and anything could happen back home as well so i think i don't know and i I also think she's trying to run away a bit from this pregnancy maybe Mm -hmm. that's just me because she remembers what Lori went through and she knows that everything that they've had to do with judith and all the dangers that judith has been in so maybe this is her way of not ignoring it but still saying i'm still me i'm still gonna be a part of the group i'm still you know if we gotta go do this run i'm still gonna be there too even though maybe i shouldn't be but this is the world that we live in and this is the decision that i'm making Mm. yeah that and also i think that she's like i will never let glenn out of my sight again which i think is ridiculous but i think that's her philosophy because she's like one day you may not return um but I do agree with Roderick as far as the delegation because the thing is the leader has got to be there to lead. So when mm-hmm. shit happens and your leader dies, you have to go through the process of finding another leader. And she basically has become kind of like the spokesperson. Yep. Um, and it's one of those things where um, the, you can fight if you have to, but it's like you don't you, – this is not a situation where you had to. The other thing is that she was already making a compromise, which was she was going to be on a perimeter anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you have Rick, who's pretty much your your military tactician at this point. Um, it, it felt superfluous that she was there, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, it was almost redundant, like that that they would have an extra person out on the perimeter, right? Um, Who could be a liability? yeah and and ultimately like my feeling about it is because i i I don't want to i never want to try to take away somebody's agency and even if you're pregnant that doesn't mean that you can't help people or do anything but i don't think the only job for for people is to be out there with guns shooting motherfuckers and 
as much as i saw a couple people being gung-ho about that on twitter it's like you do realize if she gets shot or lose that baby everybody's gonna have the same thought which is why didn't you just stay alexandra everybody's gonna have the same thought no er and it will be worse because she's pregnant every single person is gonna have the same exact thought and it's maybe it's a very small chance but it's that's the that's the thing that's on everybody's mind is if something happens to her and that baby we're gonna be like this showing my emotions i hate this show i can't believe Mm -hmm. y'all keep doing this to me Mm -hmm. so i was like you know i don't feel comfortable with her being out there at all and i think also (laughs) the conversation with tobin about uh motherhood and stuff really showed through because carol one of the baddest motherfuckers in the crew felt like i need to be out here with maggie Mm -hmm. because she like she doesn't realize that she doesn't need to be out here Mm-hmm. and if she is gonna be out here now one of the best assets has to be here on bodyguard duty for her, her. Right. Mm-hmm. so it, it so now not only is it that she's not really contributing she kind of hurt the crew because now you got one of your They're biggest a man guns down. They're a man down. yeah right so it's, it's just one of those things you know it's like when an athlete plays injured it's like yeah cool thanks kobe but yeah all this limping you, you you know like the defense ain't too tight dog yeah um so yeah anyway and um, she even told maggie like you're supposed to be a different person like why don't you right. understand this that's why i think she might be fighting this right. a bit you know yeah. what i'm saying because she doesn't want what happened to Lori to happen to her that's a good you know, point. but but at the same time she's making that a possibility she's making that you know where it could happen to yeah. her so I don't um, know. Yeah. And that she's not very far along the pregnancy because yeah. I didn't know how far or not far she was at first. It's not showing. But yeah, it's not showing. So she's still good. Cause my first, when she had to watch Jesus, I was like, if y'all writers make her water break or something, I'm punching somebody in the face. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if it's just, like if she just be like, oh, I'm going into labor, I'm going to be like, no. Mm-mm. But, uh, anyway, she, um, <laughs> cause my thing too, yeah. when she said you probably better, I think Carol was saying better than me a better person oh, than i well am. we'll get to that that scene happens okay. later but we'll get to okay. it oh my bad it's all right it's all right y'all y'all own it um so uh the saviors have to oh the plan is also to go to the saviors station the base uh at the break right before dawn and then they'll have a couple hours they said to get in and get out um so there and everybody should be asleep so they're gonna go break in at dawn by showing the guys ahead and then they sneak in mm-hmm. so they have uh the guy with the broken hand show the show the dudes the head okay jesus stays back in the car with tara and, and gabe uh because they don't want jesus to be seen because they don't want it to look like the savior like the hilltop had anything to do with mm-hmm. this raid just in case shit doesn't go right right um so um the uh the guy with the broken hand pulls out the head of the fake gate uh fake gregory zombie mm-hmm. and uh the the savior dudes have like two juggalos on security uh, i mean i'm like clearly <laughs> like no one has ever tried to take over this place they don't have no fence it's just like that glass door that they just like a like a door to like a liquor store or whatever that they come out of like <laughs> look it's like so comcast. bizarre yeah look like they had comcast they're gonna hit the switch and everybody gonna right? get uh, cable so or some shit weird for yeah. these people who are supposedly so dangerous they are so accessible yeah and it did have i will say this 
it did have an ominous look from the outside with the red lights and the giant mm-hmm. dishes like the satellite dishes like it had this like oh it could kind of double as a military compound but then when they walk out the front door you're like oh yeah this is where i go when my cable gets cut off to pay All the right. bill um so they come out and they got guns and they make the guy they're just being very intimidating they're making the guy show like the head they're like i don't want the bag and he pulls out the head and the dude with the beard does some of the i knew most. he was gonna die because he was just he looked like the kind of dude that was just gonna die he <laughs> thought he was all that and i knew he was gonna die a horrible death uh by the way beard game on fleet congratulations <laughs> to you sir mm-hmm. i don't know how beard you and scully he had on right scully too. in the middle of the z-pock hole his whole his whole facial situation was fresh to death but um he was in bevel he was on that bevel <laughs> yeah but his acting was wooden as shit man <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> it was so bad it was like porn casting couch acting in those in those uh, porn uh. videos man it was so bad he, like uh they pulled out the head and i think he was supposed to be like impressed like oh shit like he did it but he said oh shit oh shit i was like come on man <laughs> um and then the other dude who looked like the actor that plays mcnulty but maybe missing the chromosome he, he he inspected the head like when a black person tries to write a check that dude was looking at that head frontwards backwards right. and i guess i guess in hindsight probably just because he was a dick i i just can't yeah, imagine anybody knows what gregory looks like yeah no they didn't so then he took the head and made it talk and he was like this bitch punched me in my nose or something like that. <laughs> look at your security. Look at your security guards that you have protecting you. They're a bunch of jackasses. Pay them more. You'd have better security. Top flight of the world, Craig. Um, so, <laughs> so then they go in to get their the homeboy that they've been keeping hostage. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as Buddy walks in the door, they cut Beardo's neck, pick his, scoop his body up, walk him out, pick up his gun. It was so smooth. It was some SEAL Team it was 6 shit. So fast. It, it was, was video so game cleanup. Like Rick's crew, I keep saying this and I'll say it until it's not true. Still the deadliest motherfuckers in this show. It you want to be on their team. You want right. to be on their crew. And then you see all these other crews and you see how they lack in comparison. Like nobody is like them. Every time they stack up the odds against them, you all, you can't help it. It's pretty much what the show is now. But you always think, oh, these new people okay now they're a problem this like i don't think these guys got it and you forget that you've been watching six seasons of rick and them just level up you know what i mean so it's that's like, why it shocked me that glenn <laughs> hasn't killed anyone because even thinking back to when he was tied to that goddamn chair mm-hmm. and how he got out of that it was a zombie he <laughs> killed right yeah yeah never had to kill a person so mm-hmm. uh so after this um the dude uh they killed beardo who was whistling happy birthday <laughs> he was whistling happy birthday to me uh mcnulty comes out with the uh with the hostage dude doesn't even think to himself where they beard on where's, where's my homie doesn't even think that shit to himself gives uh gives him the hostage uh michonne stabs him through the chest mm-hmm. uh smooth as shit uh before he can even scream and then uh they break inside there's like a pretty good raid like it's not 
like they like it's just intense the 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 camera work the music the music the 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 way that they were moving in such a coordinated unit my heart was racing i felt like they like bin laden was in one of them rooms (laughs) like they were like still team six they were so ready they were so (laughs) i was waiting on a dude with a beard and like a dirty face to be like gonna kill osama bin laden (laughs) 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 so they they was looking for saddam hussein or somebody right i'm like water boy this motherfucker so they start uh going in people's rooms looking for the armory but as they go in people's rooms the people are asleep and they've decided anyone they roll up on their sleep they get a knife to the head this is another thing where i'm like no one has ever tried to attack the compound because these people sleep so peacefully like in the zombie apocalypse i mean they're opening these doors you don't hear nobody they're coming right up to your face you don't feel nobody up to your face like I don't know who these people are where they've been able to, you know, jack shit from Hilltop like this, but I guess Hilltop are some punks. So. That's how we knew that Jesus was a good dude. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody was like, what's going to happen next week? And I was like, if Jesus actually said, Rick, wake up, he must be a good dude. Cause the evil person would just stabbed him right in his motherfucking head and yep. left. Yeah. Cause they both were knocked out. Right. Yeah. So, you know, this is what happened when you don't want to wake up. They put everybody to permanent sleep. Mm-hmm. with them knives to the head and i can't help but say it, it didn't really until it happened i just almost believed they were gonna find a different way but it's definitely a new moral line for them killing people in their sleep yeah it, it and it felt- was very quick it was very painless i mean until it started to go down but it was very like let's just get this over with real quick yeah it just felt different like these people never did anything to y'all mm-hmm. and now they did and if you think about it from the other perspective if i'm this group no matter how fucked up a group you are especially if you're a fucked up group actually how dare you attack us we never did anything to you we about to it's gonna be retribution to pay uh heath and glenn got on the same team somehow which i don't understand (laughs) i don't understand how (laughs) that that right i don't understand how that lottery ticket got punched i was like neither one of y'all i was like oh one of y'all getting ready to die fuck this up yeah it was like if two 40 year old virgins got in the same crew (laughs) and they went into a room and they had to do the sleeping thing and it took forever for glenn to finally do it but But glenn did did kill somebody and i had my money square on he ain't gonna do it Mm-hmm. i said these gonna be the ones to fuck it up glenn gonna wake him up hey man i don't want to have to kill you can you just be quiet ah! and yeah. he he did it he killed the dude bravo yep he did it he did what he had to do he just moved into impossible white man territory because before this he couldn't be one because he wasn't yep. killing people but now that you're killing people all right glenn you have survived 17 impossible situations and you do kill people now so welcome to the club welcome then heath was was staring at his fucking dude that he had to kill like it was a a pop quiz or some shit that he ain't studied <laughs> for no he wasn't ready he, was he wasn't it. ready i'm like come on dr dre god damn <laughs> <laughs> right he's supposed to be uh black bower he's supposed to be the star of the next 24 um so i was like man you gonna have to kill some people dog and he was yeah. looking, he was looking at that dude like um like uh vince young looked at that wonderlick test and uh ah! he was like come on man why we gotta do this we just gotta do it throwing footballs and uh uh and and actually true to form true to racist form he let the asian dude do the test for him 
there you go oh yeah and then, pass the flying colors and there the, you go. the thing about this whole situation is that it it makes me go back and think about michonne when michonne looked at him i was like nigga until you don't know whose blood is who you ain't yeah. done shit yeah he yeah because right. she yeah. had this conversation with him when he was trying to be all morally high and shit like that and she was like nah dog you ain't experienced nothing yet and, and trying to tell her look i've been out i've been out doing runs i know what it is out there and she's like no boo no right no no boo and the thing is for you to be out doing runs you kind of fucked up too because you seen this query with these goddamn zombies in it a long time ago and never thought to bring your ass back here to see the situation because you didn't you didn't have the foresight to understand that this might not be good yeah, yeah you're right about all of it i mean uh and so yeah and i forgot about heath and that michelle conversation mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. remember that because she called his ass smack out i was 7 30 hot with his ass like man mm-hmm. you don't shut up stop mansplaining and listen for real um all right so uh but anyway mm-hmm. powerful acting in this scene mm-hmm. yes uh my man um i think his real name is like stephen young uh who mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. Yep. that motherfucker was acting yes he I was i love him I, I really really love him i ain't think that knife was going through that dude. i said man i felt the weight oh I yeah felt the weight because you, you could feel the 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 pain and the the pressure and he wouldn't kill a man who tried to kill him right no he who wouldn't. shot no, he him wouldn't. and it was almost kind of like we were all kind of helping him put that knife in that man yes. so like we were all trying to weigh the knife down so that it went in and it went in he made that choice he did it and not only did he do did he do it once he did it twice he did right. it for me. Yeah, and that felt more like his character when he did it the second time because it right. was like i don't want you to have to go through what i just did i got you he right and feel, which feel is, the which is i'm not even sure that was i mean they wound up making up for it i guess right. in the end i'm skipping but i don't even know if that was a good decision because we at, at this point either you in or you out right either you gonna be about it or you not right yeah, I would have made Heath do it, but he. Right. So then he um looks at, but after he kills him, they they have a bunch of pictures on the wall of people that have let met Grizzly is with blunt force trauma to the head, mm-hmm. uh, matching the story from last week, where the guy said they beat a sixteen year old to death, they bashed mm-hmm. his head in mm-hmm. at uh, Hilltop. So we got a bunch of foreshadowing there. Um, somebody fucking up people's heads, y'all. Um. And I think it was maybe to remind us too that these people that they're killing are quote unquote bad people. Exactly. Like look at what they're doing. Like don't feel too bad. For this. De- yeah, it definitely felt that way. Then they're actually dying in a way that I mean, does anybody get to die peacefully like that in this world? No. Right. It definitely felt that way. Like I was like, oh man, this is this is some fucked up stuff. And then they cut to that picture and i was like well they do beat people's heads in. <laughs> they That's... they crush them like pumpkins yeah yes, this is probably do. better than yeah. they deserve and then hang them up on the wall like picasso's right yep. uh we cut to the car and in the car tara is confessing about her lesbian relationship that she lied <laughs> in to a priest with a gun and, and jesus, jesus in the back seat right i love that the priest is like not homophobic because really who who has time for that in <laughs> yes. the zombie apocalypse it you don't know matter. like although uh low-key if y'all can find this moment on the dvr father gay's face is hilarious when he asked her was she telling the truth i don't know why it just was a funny face it it has nothing to do with anything it's just i think it's because they were in such close quarters and he was trying to face her all the way but they were too close in the car and his face was so worried and he was just like and did 
do you love her and she was like yes she was like okay and jesus was like well then now you know why you're doing this shit you gotta do it for love don't don't and worry that's about why it. jesus is jesus is the homeboy okay because that's yeah. exactly what i imagine jesus would be saying yep jesus is my nigga as, yes, uh, yes i love that video <laughs> those white people rapped many years ago yes. <laughs> i know them people i know them people went to heaven uh, <laughs> like immediately because everybody looked like they was about to die yeah. anyway, even the cameraman or the, the, uh, the, third, the engineer whoever yeah. he was jesus christ says my nigga uh so uh so um yeah and then uh so tara now tara didn't admit that the real issue was that she felt discomfort with rick's raid plan because she had done something like this before and Mm -hmm. i thought this in the first scene was i wonder if tara felt uncomfortable because this is the same speech the governor basically gave them his people but he was lying like shit but he was like the people at the prison they evil they they gonna come kill us they gonna come take our shit we gotta get to them before they get to us and we're gonna go attack them and rick kind of was on some preemptive strike shit mm-hmm. um let's see abe and sasha were trying to break into a door that was locked abe was supposed to be on lookout as sasha broke into the door but uh he spent a little too much time checking out that sweet brown sugar mm-hmm. yeah and the dude brushing his teeth that happened to be the one dude that woke up there early right right he's like early to bed early rise and <laughs> came out gotta, the... keep, gotta keep my teeth clean in the apocalypse you know <laughs> shout out to that dude uh for immediately jumping in the stab a nigga mode because right right <laughs> like you don't belong here before my coffee man you might get me because he <laughs> that dude immediately went to like oh we stabbing people i was like oh damn he was like you don't get this knife in his crest um uh, <laughs> uh, so they get into a knife fight uh shout out to sasha for stabbing that dude twice on the low oh, low she's so awesome i love her <sighs> she is bae everything about her is bae um but yeah sonequa martin green uh straight up stabbed that dude right in his solar plexus and as he was dying he pulled the alarm and it woke everybody up and people started coming out their rooms with guns and we had a full-blown shootout yes it got lit yeah it did get lit maggie Mm -hmm. and carol have an argument Mm because maggie is like come on let's run down there and help and this was the part where i was kind of leaning towards karen where i'm like did she really just do all that shit because at the end of the day she does worry about glenn and she's just sick of letting him out of her sight and so now yep she's Mm. rushing in to be like i hope nothing happened to glenn right Mm. because they do stupid shit like that for each other they do and they put so many people in danger they really really (laughs) yes and i think that's why she went on a trip in the first place she should have stayed her ass in alexandria they forever be like fuck a plan what let's just where's my baby what we need to do to get back to each other and fuck everybody else right like i and i thought she had turned a new leaf too when she um was in the sewer and she realized like i can't get to him and i do have a baby and it is kind of dangerous you know what let me just go back and pray that he can just handle his shit on his own and nope 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 she's done with that because i also think that in my heart's a heart that she really believed he was dead at that period of time yeah she was like he's not coming back so why am i taking this extra effort well tara kept her eye on the prize in the middle of this mission she said um y'all need to get the homeboy that's the hostage back to hilltop so we can keep the food deal going yep 
and she said you know jesus uh you don't you can't be seen so you can't go in but we're gonna go in and help and jesus said uh he put up his mask and said i'm gonna go in and she said what if you get spotted he said mysterious ways and yep ah! <laughs> my lord that's that's my lord right, right. There. <laughs> he, he walked on that water right on in the building right yeah I, like he he did that shit and then his theme music started playing and he went up in there and got you know got his deal on um aaron killed a dude uh for some reason he told the dude if it wasn't us it was gonna be you i'm like you you already killing him just leave it at that yeah <laughs> that's the last thing i want to hear if you stabbing me to death just can we just die in silence because the thing with him with they everything started shooting so everybody you know some people got split up he started running so he basically ran in there and shut the door didn't even look behind Mm-mm. him man he lucky he lived anyway mm-hmm. he stabbed the shit out of that dude yeah he did uh this was the time that i noticed nigga ain't really have no women or children in this facility right and it makes sense i mean okay so if you have a big group of people there are women and children we yes. know we know this because daryl got robbed by uh two women and a dude that were trying to escape negan so yes. negan does have regular normal ass people in yeah. his crew mm-hmm. at this point i started going oh shit is this just like a military outpost is this is like one base is this not even the place because that's what it made me think there's no women or kids here and it appears that he does have facilities for women and children so now i'm like you know what how big is this group it's like it's like like happening a little too easy like the plan is going a little too according to plan you yeah. know so it it makes you i don't know i don't i don't know what's gonna happen i don't i, I don't know like i watched this show called the 100 um which i think is a really good sci-fi show but it, but it's also really like it starts kind of slow but it it gets into some really complex like foreign policy war isolationism type debates right and it's all you know anyway so they had this one mission where they were like we about to take over this facility at this mountaintop and we're gonna kill all these people because they like bombed our people and we want to get revenge and all this and you like and you're so on their side like yeah kill those motherfuckers man they Mm -hmm. you know they tried to kill y'all and because you're following that crew they killed characters that you know and love man they roll up in the mountaintop and they roll into a school i said god damn you can't kill the babies like that's how i felt with this was like what's the twist are they about to roll up in here and then just open up a room and it's like a fucking uh a daycare it's like it's like well we can't be stabbing these kids in the head you know like i didn't know what it was gonna be what the hook was okay and it felt like that with this was like i just kept waiting for the hook to be like something and yeah. it never happens with this raid mm-hmm. so now i'm like this can't be everybody yeah uh, all right. and it was only like yeah. seven people or eight people yeah yeah just yeah like they killed a bunch of people but then like in the head they stabbed probably like yeah. i don't know five mm-hmm. six people but then they probably killed like another eight yeah mm-hmm. so it you know um uh, although it was everybody had automatic weapons it made it seem like it was a lot uh oh, yeah. <laughs> and so um he think oh well uh, a falls into a room that is full of weed it appears because <laughs> everybody running opening doors this is yeah. hilarious yep. 
now maybe it was crops i don't know but it looked like it was weed. full of that it looked like weed that's the first thing yeah. that came in my mind it I, looked like some herbs <laughs> i ain't see lamps and everything i ain't see no vegetables growing off of that shit uh-huh. um although i don't know why who getting high in the zombie apocalypse seems like such a bad idea unless you have well look how but look how doofus their security was at the front door so and, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me if they, they be pro- just smoking all day and true you know beavers and butthead probably was getting high right because oz oh they go like who really gonna attack us because they know who we are connected to uh right. so heath and glenn run into the armory uh while getting chased by Negan's people and they pick up a couple guns and shoot through the door open up the door everybody on the other side is dead they glenn i just i just want to heath I just want a Heath to be like, hell yeah. yeah. Like one time. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been dope. Oh, I, I would have been there for it. And the thing about it, the, the last, the two people that you would have thought that would have ran into the broom closet found the gun. That was hilarious. Like the other people was like, wait a minute, drugs. Wait a minute, broom closet. What the fuck? Right. The yep. two virgins. Yep. Right. The two yep, kill exactly. virgins. Uh, so they killed the shit out of everybody and that pretty much ends the raid because that's you know once you get to the armory kill everybody you're good uh some people try running away outside uh tara shoots one of them and gabe shoots the other one and the guy he doesn't he just wings them and the guy's laying on the ground and gabe walks up in uh his preacher uniform holding a rifle and the guy's calling him padre and shit and Mm -hmm gabe starts quoting bible verses to the dude while holding a gun on him where i'm like okay this this dude is not right you know i actually had that clip let me see how i play the clip what ain't no country i ever heard of they speak english and what what english motherfucker do you speak it yes then you know what i'm saying yes. describe what marcellus wallace looks like what say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn time he's black go on he's bald does he look like a bitch what does he look like a bitch then why you try to fuck him like a bitch brett yes you did yes you did brett you tried to and my son Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. You read the Bible, Greg? Yes. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord. When I lay my vengeance upon thee. And that's how that dude died. 
love it. That was a, Julius is such a great, is such a great character. And I love that going to the movie Pulp Fiction, but I love that John Travolta just stood there quiet like this, his shit, this, his thing that he do. <laughs> yeah. Just he was in the back go. like, here he go with the, with the, with the, here we go, Ezekiel. Let's go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I love it. <laughs> he even like lets him warm up a bit and then pulls out his gun like, all right, killing time coming. Getting close yeah. to that. Getting close. It's been about, about, about that time. We, we got to go. We got all the shit to do. Yeah, yo, oh. this show made me root for Gabe so hard in this oh, moment. He was ready. Cause Buddy was like, you know, hey, blood is coming and y'all gonna regret doing this shit. And he hit him with that, um, there are many, uh, mansions <laughs> uh, in, in, in this father's house. And, uh, Buddy was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but y'all about to die. And then he shot his ass and said, Amen. 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 Yes. I love this Pastor Gabriel. Me mm. too. For the first time, I, I'm like you. I actually started rooting for him because most of the time I was like, You have been terrible. You have mm-hmm. turned on the crew. You left uh Michonne and Carl to die. Yep. You've you know, you turned your Told back on them to right. De- to Deanna, tried to get them kicked out of Alexandria. Yeah. Right. You've done so much that- And it was just fitting that right after Jesus saves Glenn and uh Heath by shooting that dude before he could, you know, get the drop on him. And Jesus came out of nowhere too. Nowhere. Yeah, well, you know. They, that's how you do okay? oh I'm, so, I'm sorry he, well, was, he was right on time he was right on time there you uh, go. <laughs> jesus jesus wants this to happen he wants you to do this he right. wants you to go up in there and murk everybody up in there <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah man they and then so they they finally you know everybody gets killed then they had this little montage thing at the end morgan is building what appears to be some iron bars there's some bricks on the wall looks like maybe he's building a cell mm to house people we know that that cell is kind of where mm-hmm. he got his redemption yep uh and he starts crying uh because lenny motherfucking james be acting oh he's so good oh. and i love your version of his southern accent whatever kind of accent <laughs> that is i don't know what city that's from but it's so good what region? <laughs> oh, that's, it is good it's from a city called oppression <laughs> yeah. he's, he's so good oh he he my favorite actor on the show man and there's so many good actors but he yeah oh he's so good i know they didn't even have crying in the script Mm-mm. right right you know? they never do he just brings it all the time he's like you think he would be crying right here they're like sure oh well actually he's probably like do you think he'd be crying right here and then, yeah, there you go. <laughs> then we start acting he start crying in southern slang i don't know how he, <laughs> <laughs> he's so good but yeah he started crying and shit um and maybe it's because of the weight of knowing that they out there killing people and shit mm-hmm. so, um and and you know building a I saw people that were very opposed to this idea of him building a cell. I I think it's a really good idea. Me too, because that's how Jesus got out and was able to walk around the city. Right, yeah. Jesus already escaped just the ropes and a cup of water. Right. Um, Also, if you look at this as a world-building show, the next level for this show is not all-out warfare and vengeance. At some point, it's got to be rehabilitation. It's got to be right you gotta have a system not every crime in this world can be killing people or sending them outside the walls right at some point they're gonna have to build a system and it's it's very forward thinking and it's very optimistic but i don't have a problem with him building that cell i feel like they're gonna use it sooner than later probably Um, 
anyway and and it's low-key is the most optimistic thing anybody's done on the show in a long time (laughs) one day (laughs) one day we won't have to kill everybody rick right Uh, (laughs) and then you know even with the situation with denise and and that wolf we're so used to people being good or bad and we give rick and his crew that leeway to be good we know they're good but we know they have to do bad things but everybody else is is bad and for some people they're they might be able to change because really everybody's just out there trying to survive. Somebody has, people have different ideas about how to do it, but the wolf seemed like he was coming along and then Carol was like, nah, bitch, you ain't coming with us. So (laughs) I know that wolf is not the only guy like that out there. So it's societal, man. I think you can't Mm -hmm. build a society without having a a place for people to get second chances. And for a lot of people, that's going to have to be jail or prison with how savage this land is, you know? Um, and I, let, let me just say too, yeah. real quick. I love the fact that the SEAL Team Six coming in there is just regular people. There, Michonne is there. You have people who are not warriors, really. Right. Like, like Glenn has hasn't even really killed anybody up to this point, and neither has Heath. But these are just regular people who step up to the plate. Meanwhile, everybody in the compound is like the same kind of thug-looking, stereotypical soldier-looking buff dude, and they still wipe them out. That's the thing I always say, man. We forget (laughs) how deadly they are because they look look like if you were casting a fucking, like, M&M's commercial. You're like, Ah. oh, let's let's just have a person of every type in the room eating M&M's. Yeah. But it's like, what if everybody in the room could also kill you? Like that's how deadly they are and shit they could have had a little fatty call out there killing people for real for real and that's why all of the rules that they tell you about hollywood about this type of person is james bond or this type of person is the hero it's bullshit right you can write anything that you want you know why because it's make the fucking leave like you can make up whatever kind of world whatever kind of character you want to carol is the the hardest one on the show Mm-hmm. period i love it and i love i, I said this earlier but you, every all the rules that they tell you about character and character development and what kind of characters uh hollywood says people are gonna watch or be into or whatever it's bullshit it's yep. bullshit and 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 the low-key the other thing this show does great it gives villains quote-unquote these sympathetic backgrounds sometimes where they go back and look at like how did these people get this way you see them as human beings and that's why this show is so good that's why i love this show because at there was a moment where there were a bunch of zombie shows and i think there was one on the cw called i zombie like i don't like like hacky zombie shows i don't like like you know i like this is real you feel like it's real life you feel like these are real people that have to make real decisions and i absolutely love how serious this show is it can get funny at times but this is a drama yes very much so man it's such a great yeah such a great show and yeah you know when they uh even terminus they gave Mm -hmm. terminus a background where they got raped and pillaged yep and decided this will never happen to us again we will always be the people that are like next motherfuckers come up in here thinking they run the shit we just eating them and as messed up as that is they gave them some background the the governor gets some background uh you know it was heartbreaking yeah yeah shame you know like shame shame wasn't just oh my evil best friend like it had he had complexity in his own life he thought he was a hero and even Lori, people hated Lori, but i'm like listen if you think that your man is dead, you literally yeah. have two hours to get yourself and your son up out of there and you think he's dead. 
I I don't blame you for wanting to feel something again on the other side. Yep. I don't I don't blame. If it was a man, everybody would be like, okay, he think his wife is dead. I mean, what he gonna do? He is a man. Like, right. yep. uh, so people, but but people wanted to hold Lori up to that. I don't know what we like to hold women characters up to. Right. It's it's right. unrealistic and and it's bullshit. But people hated Lori. But I she was a human being with flaws and and in, that, in their backstory, they weren't happily married. Like it wasn't right. all good anyway you know right all right so um anyway the last scene is this dude tries to drive off on daryl's bike and daryl they shoot him <laughs> daryl daryl runs across the field like he was motherfucking um von miller and, <laughs> and his dad dude beats the shit out of him like where'd you get off where you get that bike um and they get ready to kill the dude and right as they're about to do it um a walkie-talkie that he was holding turns on and tells them to lower their gun uh it's a woman's voice she says lower your gun prick you with the coat python all of you lower your weapons right now and right before that rick went up to michonne and he was like what's wrong and she was like i just wonder which one is negan yes and they go and they're like well we can uh work this out <laughs> rick which is so funny rick's like covered in the blood of all these innocent people he killed quote right. unquote uh you know sleeping people he killed and shit and he goes uh we can work this out i'm like rick it's a little too late for working it out <laughs> like nah, i don't think anyone's gonna buy that bullshit right we passed that point man. yeah right. but he swears they can work it out and she just needs to come on out and they said uh we got a carol in a mag is that something you want to chat about and that's the end oh my goodness it's like why'd you take your ass out there right because if it had been carol i was like oh ninja carol gonna get out of this yeah so um all right we do have emails and and then we'll wrap it up um let me uh oh yeah and of course the emails are brought to you by bevel okay guys Mm -hmm. um make sure you guys i have a question Mm -hmm. are we gonna talk about if that if the woman is negan or oh well okay here's the thing (laughs) someone asked me this on twitter like i wonder if that woman's negan the thing is from the casting news they said jeffrey dean morgan is gonna be negan i think that's his name Mm -hmm. um and it's only because everybody's leaked the casting news i didn't even want to know about it but me neither like even when so i already knew about it and then someone even in that tweet where i because someone was like could that woman be me and i said yo on the real that would be a dope ass idea that's what i was thinking and i don't know if you want to talk about the preview for the next episode yeah yeah even the fact that it was just all women surrounding them oh my god that would have made it so dope because i'm negan is a man in the comics i'm assuming but Mm -hmm. but the book and yeah the comics and the show ain't the same so like they change it all the time right it could have been you know like it could have been um that would have been so dope so dope right but you know like i said people were so stuck in their ways after hearing that um because they really want to see him be nigga so people were so stuck in their ways after seeing that casting people got mad at me for even being like it would be a good idea they was like well no because they already cast a guy and i'm like all right i get it dog i'm just saying as an idea so dope right it's been so dope because they twit they've twisted up things before and bought characters on before that are not in the comic a lot of people get caught up in if it ain't identical to what i read fuck it 
but to me i would not watch it if it was identical to the comics i'm just keeping that real because i and don't want to all those people are ver- voting for bernie sanders too with they you annoying know. asses like, yeah, <laughs> he was like she can't she got all the super delegates i was like all right i'll calm down calm down <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gonna be all right baby all right Sasha is Aisha Curry. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to have a problem. Oh I just, God. I just want to watch the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, before we get into the e- emails, let me just say Bevel is sponsoring the email segment. Okay, guys. Uh, just go to getbevel dot com and use code free tbgwt and you can get free first month of a subscription to Bevel which means it comes with a shaving kit which comes with a razor it comes with priming oil it comes with uh shaving cream it comes with this balm that you put on after it makes your fit skin feel soft and and good um and you know in addition to not having any razor bumps you'll be looking and smelling good um and you get like a whole little system to to shave in the morning you know no more putting the white man's the so-called white man's razor on your skin and then you can go out feeling less irritation and uh feeling smooth and feeling good but make sure you do this because it only goes to the first 200 people and it's for brand new memberships so for people that are you know new customers or new memberships or put it in your brother's name you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. put uh free tbgwt is how you get it it's free tbgwt at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right here's our emails turk writes in hey guys they've been knocking 6b out of the park they have us hating characters we loved and loving characters we hated god damn you glenn and god damn you maggie as a woman i generally don't believe in telling women what to do with their bodies but maggie needed to stay her ass at home she told the governor about the prison when it was just her and glenn she's going to be singing like a canary when negan's crew wants to know about alexandria in order to save that baby damn i forgot she snitched Mm -hmm. i would have snitched too for the record ain't nobody that tough about to like rape her or something like ain't nobody that tough at least not me y'all would have been mad you wouldn't even have to do that i would drew him a map <laughs> like, yeah you had the spot the shine of the heat on the spotlight could have been right. too hot i'd have been telling on i'm you. like now you're gonna want to now see if you don't want no traffic you don't want to take the highway so <laughs> <laughs> but, but i do know this back road to shave off 10 minutes yeah. of the trip right you ain't got to touch me uh anyway and those why and who's watching alexandria while the all-stars are gone hold up people say that i think y'all are underestimating carol and carl come on now uh mm-hmm. they got some all-stars you know carl mm-hmm. carl is an all-star by himself he's steph yes, curry he is. yeah and about a week or two before they showed you that the town is willing to fight yeah so mm-hmm. it's not like before where they just came if something happens before they're gonna have a fight on their hand they they wouldn't have just folded and they don't right. really have much to worry about because it's not like with the wolves uh morgan and, i mean not morgan negan and them don't know where they're at mm-hmm. right so, uh although that may be coming mm-hmm. to an end after this week um yes carl he's the most capable person they left behind since morgan ain't been shit since season three uh speaking of ain't shit niggas abraham was wrong for taking that only that taking the only do-rag in alexander he was rocking a do-rag <laughs> yes, yes. cape waving in the air just waving looking he's luxurious trying to get Sasha. he's trying to by any means <laughs> necessary whatever it takes his waves gonna be spinning um so yeah you put some shea butter in there 
Carol, yeah. Carol probably made it going hunting foraging in the woods she, mm-hmm. she said that he was wrong for taking that do-rag knowing that dr dre needed it because his hair looks like <laughs> it hasn't been braided since before the zombie apocalypse started <laughs> had, 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 had no touch up i cannot with this wig and then in high definition too it's, right oh, oh it's, it's bad. bad it's bad that's why you need black people doing black people hell i i don't know what the solution to that shit is it's bad uh abe is really trying to show sasha he is down huh Abe looked like he only voted for the members of the Tea Party since Obama got elected. Aww. Don't don't fall for him, girl. Run, peace, <laughs> Turk. Okay, don't fall for him. that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, Abe trying to make the moves, man. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder when Sasha gonna find out. Uh, you know, they broke up. Uh, I don't know. Cecil Wright says, "Sup, Todd and Karen." Really? Does he do that all the time? Everybody does it. I don't know okay. why. They yeah. they hate me. They hate me. Uh also um the title of this is They Killing Folks and They Sleep. Um this episode was pretty intense. Rick and the crew were cleaning the house like a SWAT team mixed with ninjas. For some reason I thought Glenn killed a person when the people eaters got waxed in the church. Mm-mm. Still don't understand why they keep bringing Maggie along on missions like this. She's pregnant. Where's HR? Carol <laughs> carol gonna uh get caught up in some nonsense because glenn and maggie gotta do every damn thing together shaking my head hopefully they die together so annoying (laughs) enjoy y'all recaps seriously that's the worst thing about this show is it makes you a trash human being because you really do be wishing people die right right even the baby they want the baby (laughs) to die but it would be just like the show for uh glenn to die and then maggie to have the baby and die and leave the baby now Uh, everybody else got to take care of that baby Woo, that man Woo, that'll be bad uh, at least Judith have Judith have a playmate. She sure will. They be gangsters yeah, together. Mm-hmm. They kill a baby on that show. That's that's the day it's gonna go crazy. I don't think I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Even when Carol killed Mika, I was like, <gasps> right? Like, I, you know, because I remember there was a big deal even when they had to do it with with Sophia. And but that's that's just how real this show is. It's like, nope, kids kids can get it too. That's the Game of Thrones level killing right yep. there. Yep. Oh man, and I can't wait for that damn show to come back. Listen, oh I saw the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I, I, I've been I've been holding off, but I can't wait for it. To I, I'm, I'm gonna put it on my Twitter after the show. But listen, okay. listen, that trailer it's about two and a half minutes. It make you think everybody gonna die. Like I watched uh-huh. that trailer and every single character that came on screen, I was like, "Oh Lord, Lord, she dead. She gonna die." Love, you literally <laughs> cannot have any kind of faith. You can't love any character. They killed that uh idea in season one when they killed Ned. Like I never seen anything. You gonna kill the main character, right? And then they kept doing it every season, like the <laughs> Red Wedding. Like I'm still traumatized from the Red Wedding. Like I just had to sit there in silence and just pray because it was so bad i got character i have character commitment phobia you know what i'm saying like i start liking people i'd be like do you you just gonna kill them why why y'all making me like uh you know like i like the imp but he gonna die like it's just everything that happened like (laughs) y'all gonna kill him and then how they did Jon Snow, knowing we love Jon Snow, it wasn't enough that everybody in his damn crew had to stab him. But then you had to make the child. You had yes, to make the child put fuck, the final knife in him, yeah, too. Fuck oh. that little boy. For the watch. Listen, I actually um was able to avoid that by just rooting against Jon Snow the whole time. Like, I had to to protect myself. That's what you have to do. He too good. 
you know what i'm saying i had like as soon as people start being good it's like bernie sanders i'd be like he too good to be <laughs> something wrong this shouldn't be this shouldn't you shouldn't be playing this game dog right i feel like all the the super delegates are just lining up with knives like for the watch oh man uh walking dead feedback from eve says greeting rod and karen and reagan huge fan by the way Oh. this episode of walking dead was cold-blooded <laughs> a lot of people are saying that maggie ruined the plan by showing up but in my opinion as demonstrated by the wolves no place is safe in the z-pock and maggie isn't that far along she can still handle herself i've been pregnant i've seen pregnant women run marathons also remember when the group took over the prison Lori was pregnant when they took out those walkers if sorry ass Lori can help clear the prison maggie who is 10 times better can handle herself uh i will say i agree with everything you just said uh as far as her being able to handle her stuff her own stuff but let me ask you this if she wasn't pregnant there's not no part of you that would be like these niggas are doing it again god damn it maggie just stay home instead of trying to damn run at the glen and i always feel the same way about glen too it's like y'all yeah. gotta do something separate man y'all fucking up the group other than that i don't care they can do anything they want to but whenever they do like like i said as soon as she started running when the alarm went on and she's supposed to be on perimeter watch i went right right here we go with the bullshit the plane goes all the way out the window it's gonna be interesting to see the further along she gets and the reality that because so many times especially if it's your first pregnancy even though you know you're pregnant you don't really believe it until you start Mm. showing and you start feeling the baby like sometimes you don't even believe it until you have the baby so the further along she gets with her pregnancy, it's going to be interesting how their relationship, what what he's willing to go through to get to her even more. What other kind mm. of danger he's willing to put himself in and the group to get her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they both guilty of it, though. So I, <laughs> yeah. I'll put it that way. I don't it's not really because she's pregnant, but they both guilty of that. It just adds on to the stress and the 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 dangerous relationship that they have that they put other people at risk of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like now he's really going to be crazy. She's not only is she kidnapped, but she's pregnant and she's kidnapped. So right. yeah. As a know. matter of fact, you know what? I wouldn't have had as much a problem with it. If they just switched Carol and, and Glenn, I wouldn't have had nearly as much a problem. If Glenn and yeah. Maggie watched the perimeter together, mm-hmm. I don't have nearly as much a problem as, glenn being in the shit and her being outside knowing that if anything goes wrong she's abandoning the plan and gonna rush in at the glen right if, if yeah. they're together on the outside and carol's inside which who's much more deadlier in my opinion right i actually didn't have a problem with that plan. Oh, like cool y'all out there being dumb together okay i'm cool with that yeah it's not then, even... there, then there wouldn't be no show yeah true i mean it's just you know what i'm saying i'm it's yeah. the point being i don't care that she's pregnant it's really just mm-hmm. i think they're both stupid yeah um, <laughs> i think morgan may have infected carol with all his all lives matter bullshit <laughs> either that or she took sam's death to heart she shouldn't feel bad that kid sucked i hope that <laughs> i hope that this isn't foreshadowing for her character's death she has become one of my favorite characters i really enjoy how the writers develop her story arc uh as for abe sheesh the way he dumped rosita was even more cold than the crew killing all those saviors in their sleep it was probably extra humiliating for her that eugene witnessed that eugene is about to slide in rosita's dms hey man uh, you gotta do like uh chris darden did with Marsha clark boy oh boy i haven't seen the last episode but i remember i remember the case god damn that's another good show jesus oh, christ listen courtney why is there so much good tv there's so much good tv so much, and a lot of it is on break right now because of march madness you know why yeah. diversity 
yeah right that's why though yes all these shows they eventually they reach out where they be like let's put some let's put some brown people on the screen let's put some women on the screen and the oh. shows be good as hell yeah, man we have some of their highest ratings courtney b vance is shining in that motherfucking oh oj i'm ready for him to win all of the awards all, all of them. Trying to tell you i'm ready for the bt and WACP, soul train i want him to win all the awards y'all know what starts tonight underground What's oh yeah on wgn that's john legend yeah. show yep i got that on the dr What's or the, the pdr yeah show about the underground railroad oh. with uh journey smollett about their slaves and they're mm-hmm. trying to escape my bay is on there adina Who, porter journey adina porter she on there oh okay okay yeah. y'all might know her as letty may daniels from uh <laughs> true blood <laughs> lip acting okay. school i love i love her i follow her on twitter her lips quiver mm-hmm. she the best she can act like mm-hmm. if y'all ever seen true blood watch watch letty may daniels character then go look up adina porter on twitter and be like this that's acting like she, ain't nobody she acted to where you like man i don't think she's very attractive then you look up you like god damn she acting mm-hmm. uh as for oh yeah and then she says i think glenn is now officially an impossible white man you're right i'm not gonna even argue it and uh last email and we'll get out of here on this emil says hey k rod and reagan or miss gomez to me (laughs) Ooh, all right Right? i guess he's nasty i don't know (laughs) my wife has an interesting theory she believes the hilltop people are the villains and they've tricked our heroes into taking out a legitimate rival i don't hold this view because too many things wouldn't add up what does the crew think about this theory i think hilltops on the up and up uh, I think, they ain't got yeah. no guns. They ain't got no guns. Mm-hmm. You know, and Gregory got stabbed for real. That that yeah. wasn't fake. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't think he'll top stuff on in it. I think, and they gave him half their food. Yeah. Like I just think Hilltops in a bad position. They don't have fighters, but they have supplies, which is you know they getting fleeced. And Rick's people have fighters, but not as many supplies. Right. So this makes a really good uh, partnership. It's really amazing that groups like the Hilltop still exist this far into the zombie apocalypse. Like, because you would think people like them would be killed immediately, even in their dealings with Negan and how they're getting pumped, basically. Like, yep. the fact that Negan hasn't killed everything, killed everybody up there and taken everything is just, but then Negan's crew doesn't seem to be too bright either. So, right you know what it makes me think is we assume rick's crew has had the typical zombie upbringing right but maybe it's not typical at all Mm -hmm. you know which is one reason i like fear the walking dead is because there has to be other ways to navigate this this place it can't just be this savage everywhere all the time uh and there has to be people with other plans so right uh one thing me and my wife do agree on though is that the team crossed a new line killing the living as the aggressors they have only ever killed living people in self-defense never attacked unprovoked even the incursion on the governor was provoked i think glenn that glenn may suffer the psychological impact the hardest he may even go full morgan on the other hand the trauma of having his pregnant wife kidnapped may make him snap the other way making him an unstoppable killing machine Hmm. uh lastly remember last week when you said abraham was trying not to hurt rosita damn he was cold this week mm-hmm. well you know in my opinion i think he still thinks that he did that to not hurt her mm-hmm. i don't know that how i don't know there's any good way to break up with somebody to be honest uh, especially in the zombie apocalypse right uh, but either way it was gonna be bad i'm uh, talking about him saying that glam might take it the hardest like 
earlier in the episode, Glenn and Heath had that conversation where Glenn was like, do you ever have, you know, flashbacks when you're eating and stuff? Like they were basically saying they both have PTSD. Yep. And nobody like we just assume that you can sleep and everybody's still. But this shit, it's if you think about it, put yourself in their shoes. You would have post-traumatic stress disorder. Like it's a lot. Carol can't sleep. Yeah. We assume Carol is the baddest ass on the show and yeah. Carol has a journal of how many people she's killed yeah. that she looks at every night. Like yeah. it, it ain't good, man. Mm-mm. Uh he says, uh, you don't get any worse than when we hooked up, you were the last I thought you were the last woman on earth. If he does make it work with Sasha, it would be extremely awkward at the very least in Alexandria. I wonder if the writers will kill her off to pave the way. They have shown that they will make spurious writing decisions for the sake of convenience. Uh, I think a lot of you guys have theories like that, and that's not true. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they really have that many decisions that they do for the sake of convenience like that. Cause I don't understand why, like, if I'm a writer, I would love nothing more than to play with the idea of this dude is around his ex with his new girl. Mm-hmm. So I don't think a writer would ever do something like that cause it's convenient. But I think they have a lot of alternatives now, such as maybe Abe and Sasha can go to Hilltop right you know like maybe they start with they start doing this exchange with this other place maybe people can actually go live there and it won't just be our group all the time in the same place you know Mm -hmm. the world is spreading right uh or maybe uh you don't want to see your x-man so you go to hilltop right right maybe yeah um as an aside don't the promos for fear the walking dead get you all riled up I know I'm pretty excited. I hope that I love that in the promos, just like in the first season, the walkers are fresh and still kind of look like normal living people compared to the extremely rotted walking carcasses in the main show. Mm-hmm. Fear the Walking Dead starts April 10th, while Game the, Game of Thrones starts April 24th. There will be overlap. Have you decided how you handle that conflict? The world needs to know. Thanks yeah, for they're the both going to be on Sunday, right? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, Game of Thrones supersedes. Uh, yeah they it really does do they come on at the same time well he just said they'll overlap oh. april 10th is fear the walking dead april 24th is them thrones oh yeah we're covering so, them thrones like yeah we'll, we'll be start, covering them thrones gosh, yeah we'll start watching fear the walking dead but we won't recap it we're gonna recap game of thrones and then yeah. well, i guess when it restarts back in the fall we'll pick it back up again mm-hmm. yeah um all right so what are you guys looking forward to uh next week uh coming up uh karen i want to know who that woman is all right reagan yeah i i do too i want to know who that woman is and i want to know who those women are that have uh Carol and maggie i want to see where is negan because we have not heard his voice who is this woman to him because it seems like she is a she's a uh one of his lieutenants or something because right. she's mm-hmm. you know Leadership. making demands and stuff so i want to know who uh who she is all right oh, and, and go ahead Karen. and also i and maybe this is just me I think when that dude set that alarm off, because mm. it, it was loud enough for that for everybody to hear. I guarantee you that alarm alerted this group, and who knows how far away this other location was, or mm. they may have been out on a run, heard it, and came back and ran up on them. Maybe it alerted some zombies too. That's right, yeah. because it was so loud. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this though, uh, my big thing is I feel like a culling is coming because everybody keeps talking about what person's gonna die i feel like a bunch of people gonna die i feel like it too i really do the, the i crew, feel like a bunch of people gonna go the crew getting it's a lot of people in the crew now and we're starting and also some of these actors are getting work elsewhere which is mm-hmm. always 
that sign <laughs> it's like oh man uh, that's good that chad got that job on sci-fi wait a minute you wait know. a minute mm-hmm. uh so so you know some of these people gotta die and i feel like our what for the weight of what they have done the line that they've crossed and who they're messing with and how easy everything's gone right something like a huge setback has to happen i think multiple people are gonna die like not everybody keeps talking like this person's gonna die what if they kill that person i think a few of our faves are about to get it so i think it's about to be another red wedding episode uh, and and i don't know which week it's gonna be because every week they show a preview and i'll be thinking like okay that's gonna be the story arc and then we get that and it'd be even crazier than what i thought it could be right yeah so i i don't know they they just gonna have an episode where it's like next week it looks like the clip is just them tying their shoes and then mm-hmm. everybody gonna die i don't everybody know everybody dead yeah <laughs> make sure y'all check out reaganomics very good Woo-hoo! show y'all it's a great podcast mm-hmm. you know uh, i think you guys will enjoy it if you enjoy our show i know y'all enjoy that show yep yes we are on um soundcloud and itunes we are going to be uh spreading to other podcast apps as well we there still trying go. to get it together and and i don't know if you know this but you guys are on several other apps uh i listen to y'all on rss radio, radio so oh really yeah okay. a lot of yeah. podcast apps if you're on itunes they just kind of oh, it kind of takes care of itself oh um, dope okay so uh but man make sure y'all listen to him because like i said very good show uh and follow her on twitter twitter man um i feel like y'all should already be doing it if yeah, you're not great follow but she's at reagan gomez and yeah. you know we'll have it all in the show notes so uh thank you so much reagan we really do appreciate you spending this time with us i know it went thank long thank you so much no problem you have a great uh rest of the day chat Thank room you. and real quick make mm-hmm. sure you guys check out my zombie show surviving i yes. have a zombie show called surviving that is on uh youtube it's my youtube channel it's youtube slash reagan gomez and reagan we have the whole first season up there our show has been nominated for actually five awards at the la web fest which is the biggest web series festival um Yay. we were nominated for best actress best cinematographer best director oh shit. Now, oh, hey. yes, best supporting actor and best cinematography so that is happening in april i'll keep you guys updated with how we do and uh we're trying to make it happen for season two so yeah i'm over here trying to work yeah that's, first the, t- that's the, good that's the tbgwt bump guys Woo-hoo. okay we take all the credit for what these brilliant people go out and do after they come Listen, on the show you did it for rain of april okay you know what i mean hey we, <laughs> we shut the oscars down you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> ratings fail. all right guys we'll be back um saturday oh uh, wait fr- saturday for feedback friday for balls esports until then love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>